0: The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Welcome to Men Podcasting Badly. This is a show about old and forgotten games. We play games that we've chosen to play, we play games that we've chosen for each other to play and we play games that you guys have chosen for us to play. This week, we're playing games that we chose for ourselves. I'm Skets, and this is Cookie. Hello my friend, how are you doing this weekend? I'm doing alright man, yeah not too bad. How about you? Oh fantastic, yeah all very good finally. I've
1: had a, I've had a cracking week actually.
0: Have you? Yeah, it's been alright. You go for it first. There's a few things I want to say. I need to uh, correct from the last episode about the trials riddle that I was saying. But uh, yeah, you go for it first, and I'll try not to forget. <laughs> <laughs> no worries.
1: Well, uh, I think it was a Wednesday. I went and watched a new Bill and Ted. Oh, did you? Yes. Excellent. I was. Um, it was. It was most <laughs> most excellent. But um, <laughs> unfortunately, um, the film wasn't most excellent like the old the old ones.
0: Oh, was it not?
1: It was all right, you know what I mean. It was a it was a watchable film, but it was like, oh no, please just don't, you know, stop.
0: Yeah, they should have turned yeah. it into a TV series, like they did with Cobra Kai.
1: No, there you go.
2: There
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should have. That would have been most. Yeah, would have been awesome, mate. But um, yeah, it was all right. Quite enjoyed it, like you know, it was um, but I just I just left feeling a bit like, oh, you know. Just uh, wish they didn't make it, really.
0: Wish they didn't make it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a problem, like, you know. But um, apart from that, um, obviously it's been a PlayStation 5 pre-order week.
0: It has, and you managed to get yours, didn't you?
1: Yes, yes. Well, um, obviously I watched the show, what was it, on Thursday? I can't remember what day it was now. And um, they said after, um, well, they didn't, they didn't give out any um, information about when the pre-orders were going to come out. Which actually was pretty bad on Sony's part. So, yeah, I'm going to knock you, Sony, this week for doing that. That was bad on
3: you. Yeah, okay.
1: And then, uh, literally, they sent a tweet out probably about five minutes later saying, by the way, pre orders start from tomorrow. So that was like, oh, Christ. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I stayed up to about Everyone half panic. 11 and I was like, oh, I can't handle this anymore. Yeah, but it was there was nothing then. I literally thought to myself, oh, should I set my alarm for just after 12? Because I knew I was going to about to fall asleep. I was really tired, but. I left it. I thought, nah, I'll be right. No one's going to start them until the morning anyway. So I went yeah. to sleep. I woke up about half three anyway. Um, I needed, like, you know, just, I had to go pop to the loo. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I drunk too much the night before. <laughs> and I thought, I'll check everything, like, you know. Next minute, I had, like, loads of emails. One from Game and one from Smith's Toys. like, And they were like, pre-orders have started now at midnight. I thought you jackasses, so Ew. I actually went on the yeah. I went onto the actual websites, all sold out already. So Uh-oh. now it was game on. I was now awake from half free now until. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to work then. So I was in work and yeah, I didn't actually do any work that day. I Got in a bit of trouble that day as well for not actually doing anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh dear! But um, I kept refreshing Twitter and then finally someone wrote on there. Oh, very, I've got them right now. So I literally probably clipped on there straight away. I already had my details pegged in on there already. Yes. I just clipped in, got it, sign in, whatever, add the basket. And then I thought, oh, it's all right. It's very, you can pay in installments. No, they wanted the full whack straight away.
3: Oh,
0: right.
1: I was like, oh, and I've also added another controller to it as well. So that was 509 pound that just went just like that.
0: Bloody hell. How much, are, how much are the controllers?
1: I don't know, it was four fifty for the console, so whatever the difference is there, like you know?
0: Okay, yeah, fifty-nine.
1: Yeah, I was like, Oh. oh dear. <laughs> but yeah. So now I've also got Demon Souls, which is day one.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Um Destruction All Stars, day one, and oh, what was the other one? Spider Man day one as well. And yeah. also it's getting released on the same day as Cyberpunk as well.
0: Oh really?
1: It's going to be an expensive day.
0: Yeah, so that means that you're getting the more expensive one that uh, takes discs. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, as you can tell behind me, well, obviously the listeners can't see, I like to collect. <laughs> yeah. So
0: <laughs> I I, I yeah. found that interesting that they're both releasing a console that is digital only. It's
1: A lot of people now, just. Well, I was speaking to a few people and they were like, yeah, I'm just too lazy to get up now and change a disc.
0: Yeah but the thing is so I I didn't really have too many opinions on it because I haven't really thought about it a lot. You know, I am not really up to date, so I just didn't really bother thinking about it. So I, I did a bit of research and um one interesting thing I came across was people saying that you could you're just gonna save money overall if you go for the more expensive one anyway because because games come down in price, physical games come down in price, whereas digital ones don't you know i'm sure i've seen on on the playstation, yeah, Play- store. PlayStation
1: store they're expensive like you know i yeah. can remember like a few months ago like well say that one in a few months ago fifa was still like like 50 odd quid and i think yeah. god i can go to the shop and buy it for 20 pound like you know and like a yeah. physical coffee so yeah i mean you know you could be lazy but also but i actually am saving money
0: you know <laughs> yeah exactly yeah
1: it was the way to go, really. I, like I said, I'm a collector anyway, so it would look a bit crap if I didn't do that. Like you know, I would have, I would have felt bad. Yeah, I would have bought two PlayStations. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think uh, as well, yeah. Like a lot of people were saying that this could be the last generation that actually has physical physical copies. I think that's what you were saying a couple of weeks back, wasn't it?
1: I worry about it, like you know, yeah. But I imagine this could be it, like you know. But then uh, it was more Xbox. Sort of pushing that, I think. Yeah. So yeah. But it
0: it, w- it will be interesting. Just imagine if there are no physical copies of games ever well, again after this people one. You know.
1: People like game, you know, any little small video game shops, they'll all go out of business.
0: Yeah. But also, yeah, but I've been thinking, like, obviously, the the old games from when we were young that we're, that we're playing now are rare and expensive. Just imagine... In 20, 30, 40 years' time, how rare all of these games are going to be. Because, like you, like you said, the shops aren't going to be there anymore. It'll be hard to get hold of them. This is probably going to be the rarest generation of, of yeah. physical copies of discs.
1: Yeah, well, I literally, I, like I said, I've already bought a lot of them. So I'm all right. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, well, I bought a couple of them, but I'm, I'm doing it for a shot in net, And I can do like a finance option with it. Ah, where, like, okay. I can pay £10 a week. Oh, so
3: that's all right.
0: It's yeah. fine.
1: Yeah, I just do it that way instead. it's yeah. cheaper for me.
0: Yeah, and oh, another thing, uh, the prices of games are going up. What do you think about that? Yeah, a lot of people oh, are angry shocking. about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get yeah. The games are getting bigger, and like, you know, they're probably getting longer. Some of them now, but really, I mean, what was it? Sixty-nine quid, seventy pound for a game now? Yeah,
0: seventy over here. I think people were saying. Yeah.
1: I can't remember they did that last gen or this gen at the moment. I can't remember they were more expensive to begin with and they went down. I can't remember.
0: I'm not sure, but I mean, there's a few things I want to say on it that uh, yeah, that I've come across in ver- on various platforms. So I think it's still a bargain for what you get. Really? <laughs> Your face, yeah, of course it is. Because <laughs> like, how many hours of gameplay do you get for that seventy pounds? As opposed to, say, the cinema. I I know you have a pass to go. But, um, I mean, it's not just that. So, if you think, as it was at £60, you're paying for four hours worth of developer's time. That's all you're paying for.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And how many thousands
0: of hours, millions of hours, some of these games over all of their staff are going into this. I know they're selling a lot more, but... They've never really gone up, not that much, because they were like thirty, forty quid. Mass system games were thirty quid, weren't they? Like I've said before, N sixty four games were fifty, sixty quid. Some of them, I, 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 yeah. I, I think I've heard. So that I I don't think they've gone up with inflation, because they knew this was coming. They knew they knew there was going to be backlash from from the people when when it's not it's unjustified. I would say.
1: Yeah. I mean is it just PlayStation that has gone up or is it Xbox as well? I haven't um seen anything about uh, Xbox in Good all question,
0: time. yeah. Playstation is maybe what I think it was just Playstation that I heard heard about.
1: Oh dear. Oh that's a that's a another bad thing about them tonight then, you know. Yeah. Sony yeah. night and gearbooks.
3: What's what's, was, what's going on today?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh there was um I think I have mentioned before I used to listen to uh, a podcast called Countdown to Classic. Um, counting down to World of Warcraft Classic, and uh, towards the end he was getting so many sort of old developers in, uh, old, um, well yeah, major game devs like the guy who made Dark Age of Camelot. You heard of that oh, one? I, yeah. Yeah, and, and they've got a new one coming out, Camelot and un- Dark Age of Camelot Unchained or something. But there was a guy. It was a guy who I think it was called Raf Costa. Is that is that his name? But the guy who made the Star Wars MMO, Star Wars Galaxies.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah. I've never played that before, but
0: no. And I think he, he might have been the guy who actually made Ultima Online. Uh, but it, either way, that guy who made Star Wars Galaxies, I can't remember his name, he did a massive speech and it was really inspiring uh, about games these days. I'm not going to do it justice, but he. He basically justified to me, and I was always against things like extra DLC coming out, games prices going up, uh, microtransactions, the loot boxes. I think he, he, even he was against the loot box, uh, against everyone the loot...
1: should be against loot boxes though, shouldn't they?
0: Yeah. But like from someone in the industry explaining it a bit more in depth, he made me understand it a bit more. Is what I should say. I think mm. what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to find out what episode it was, and and like the time stamps, and then put it into the uh, into the show notes because it was an absolutely amazing speech. It was uh, the the whole conversation other than that was a really cool conversation actually. But uh, yeah, I will uh, I will put that in the show notes if anybody wants to go and listen to it. It was it was awesome.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, I quite like listening to that, my friend, myself. Have you been playing anything at all this week, apart from your, your games? Or I have. Whoa.
0: I have. I have.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. you tell me what you've played first, and I'll tell you what i played after.
0: I managed to play one match of Heroes of the Storm.
1: Oh, my God. And then Nova
0: started <laughs> crying, and I had to go and see Nova after that. Oh, I, I was sat down, I was comfortable, I had some beer, and I was like, right, I can play some games tonight. I played one game that night, and that was it.
1: (laughs) Oh,
2: my
0: God. I did actually have that written down in my notes to talk about. So, yeah, thank you for asking.
1: No way. Actually, I think I've got something in my notes I wanted to talk about before this as well, actually. Um, Oh, I wanted to talk about, actually, uh, well, obviously, Final Fantasy sixteen. That's what I wanted (laughs) to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) As we all know, uh, Final Fantasy is the greatest game series in the history of ever. And Mm. um, Yeah. I Have agree you with noticed that? Because uh, obviously, uh, you were a big player of the uh, Final Fantasy XIV, wasn't you? Yes. Yes. Have you noticed anything about the art style of Final Fantasy
0: XVI? No. But, <laughs> is it the uh, same as XIV?
1: Oh, well, let me get. I'll well, go find my freaking notes. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah, flick <laughs> right through then. the
0: pages, you old school bastard.
1: There we go. Yeah, yeah got... I've almost actually finished this book <laughs> since we started. So anyway my notes on here. Uh if you know a team, uh, I'm guessing they are an in-house team to work with Square Enix uh, called Creative Business Unit 3.
0: No, never heard of them.
1: No, no, well they are the uh, also the makers of Final Fantasy 14 and now they are helping make 16. Okay. That's why the cool. art style is exactly the same pretty much. They are the yeah. same people. Cuz I I I played a bit of 14, not as much as you, but all I hear about is Final Fantasy story, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen story is epic.
0: I've heard that too. Yeah, I don't know anything about the story.
1: So yeah, there are now it's the that producer director, whatever you want to call it. He's doing sixteen.
3: Okay. Yeah, that's so quite like, cool. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool as well because I was like, I was actually speaking to a few people the other day, and I w- I actually <laughs> said to him, I said, "What they're going to announce is Final Fantasy sixteen and God of War," which they both did actually. Which is big lucky on my part and I want a coffee and work for it as well. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And um what was I going with it? I forgot where I was going now.
3: Ah never mind.
1: Oh shit, I was going somewhere with that as well. Sorry, mate. Uh, (laughs)
3: Yeah. You
1: know
0: my two second (laughs) (laughs) Down my memory. Is it is it in your notebook?
1: No, no, I was literally going somewhere with that as well. What was I saying before Uh, the coffee?
0: You said you you said you they they were gonna announce Final Fantasy sixteen and God of War.
1: Yeah, well, where was I going? Do you not know, I can't think of it, mate. I'm oh, sorry, it's
0: gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> head head is gone already. Well, <laughs> let's know.
0: go to my notes that I've saved digitally. Ooh, yeah, uh, to <laughs> so have a look.
1: <laughs> I I wrote notes down, but forgot to write all my notes down. <laughs> I uh, as I say, what I've been playing this week, actually. Um, go on, Em. Cause it's just come out now. I bought that Mario 3D All Stars for the Switch.
3: Oh yeah, Are you yeah.
1: Good? yeah. Well, it's not bad. It's just um, they just made it look a little bit better. It's um, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy. Yeah, that's been quite good. Been playing that. Um, actually, to tell you the truth, if I hardly played the PlayStation this week. I've um, I've been playing Persona, but I just just stopped playing it. I've just been I don't know. My my head's in ps5 mode now that's all it is like you know? yeah <laughs> just, i had, i have two ps4s i have one in the living room one in the bedroom really and um <laughs> yeah i know it's bad isn't it so when when i get tired of playing in the living room i just you know transfer my save data across to the other one and just play in the bedroom right <laughs> so but i've packed away the one in the bedroom now i i did the, the goodbye you? yeah i did all my goodbyes <laughs> to it now um yeah, so I actually am going to be doing a new YouTube video, because I've done one for a bit, of my uh, my past of PS4 games, my favourite ones, you know, Okay, my farewell tour of PS4, you know, I feel like, you know, that's it now, we're we're, we're getting to a stage now. You know, again, I don't feel like this being my favourite gen- uh, generation anyway, you know, to me, PS1 is hands down the best.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that.
1: The amount, of, the amount of RPGs on that bad boy is unreal.
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, shall I? Um, is there anything else you want to talk about in this I bit? really
1: was. I remember what I was about to go a minute ago. It's bugging me now. What does it
0: say in your notes? What does it even say there? Because you remembered originally from looking at your notes.
1: No, it wasn't from the notes, though. It was just something else. I was just going oh, on okay. a little side quest, but I literally forgot. Oh, My notes, stuff before the pod, this is what I wrote. It's not much
3: oh. at all. <laughs>
0: It's, just, it's literally two sentences. Yeah. BF4? <laughs> Is that Battlefield 4 you wanted to talk about? or
1: No, no. BF4, no. Uh, no, it's FF14.
0: Oh, FF14, okay.
1: Yeah, that was it. My, my notes before the pod suck. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> cool. No, that's cool. It's, uh, do you know what? It's one of the first times I've done this. It was all right before when um, when Jacobs was the host because I just had to think of things and then talk when when I got the chance. Yeah. But now, like... Outside of doing the podcast, I don't think of it in the same way. If that makes sense, so I may mm. I have to make sure I write stuff down, otherwise I'll forget <laughs> yeah. it because I'm thinking about like hosting and and all this other stuff now. It's weird.
1: Yeah, I I should write more stuff down, but then um, I tend to talk quite a lot anyway, so I usually make up for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, shall I um? Shall I have a go at uh, apologising for my trials riddle chat? Yes, like, I well, think
1: you should. How dare you?
0: Yeah, I <laughs> have
1: no idea <laughs> of <laughs> Um
0: No, I no no, 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 no apology really. But uh, I there's a few things I need too correct. There's a few things I definitely got wrong. One, one of the things I want to say say is that I was I was feeling brave on Sunday when uh, when the episode was released. I, I I decided to post in the Discord. The, the Riddle Discord saying, hey, "Can I, can I show you my podcast that's got the trials riddle?" <laughs> yeah. Excuse I talk me, about sir. the trials riddle, <laughs> yeah. and he are like, "Yeah, sure." And I posted it, and then I was a bit nervous. And then one of them, one of the, one of the main guys, he was like, "Oh, I'm listening to it now," and then I got even more nervous. <laughs> I was like, "Oh crap," you actually listening to me. But the, the, the few of them who listened to it said it was really good. You know, it's was, it was really nice to hear, if I'm honest. Oh, that's good. Not that I was expecting them to tell me it was shit or anything, but anyway, because because they're all nice people in in the Discord and everything. But uh, I yeah, yeah, I was still nervous. <laughs> um, they, they 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 did point out a few things that I got wrong. There was a couple of things that I knew that I got wrong after saying it. Pretty much, um, nothing too major. There was one thing I definitely have to correct because I did the opposite of correcting myself when I said it. So I said, I said, you go into the, uh, it's the, you go into the room with like the stone goalpost and it had the equation on it. And I said, oh, well, that's a Drake's equation. And then I corrected myself and said, oh no, it's the Planck's equation. even if It's, it's, it's Planck's constant, I think it's called, but, um, it was actually Drake's equation. So I did oh. the opposite of correcting myself. I don't know if there's a word <laughs> for that. I really want to know if there is a word for that. I
1: I wouldn't have no idea, but no, I I see what you've done there.
0: I incorrected myself.
1: Yeah, yeah, you you sort of like double bluffed yourself there, didn't you?
0: Yeah, but yeah, there was a, I mean, so it it doesn't make too much of a difference. There was one other thing, I think I said that uh, the guy who created the riddle is leaving, leaving Red links.
1: Yeah, I remember you saying that.
0: So there won't be any more. Uh, He's not leaving. I have no idea where I got that from. Apparently... Uh, they, they they said in the discord it's a guy called Sh- a guy called shogun left red links not auntie auntie is the uh, creator of the riddle one co-creator of, of trials uh, and, and i had a look to find out where i got my wires crossed and i couldn't yeah. find anything i hadn't That's I c-
1: quite interesting because yeah you you've obviously read that somewhere or you heard it somewhere
0: Yeah, but i couldn't yeah. i couldn't even find where they said that shogun was leaving or or auntie was leaving or or anything to do with it at all so i have no idea but yeah i got it from somewhere but i don't know how i got my wires crossed but yeah overall i think it went down quite well i didn't get too much wrong i i, I was obviously i was saying in the discord that like, i know i've got things stuff wrong don't shoot me or whatever but you know <laughs> i come in peace yeah but uh they, they, like i said they, they were really cool about it and they said like, there's a lot to remember so it's understandable you know yeah they, they were cool about it <laughs>
1: yeah yeah of course oh no but like um, oh, like to say for myself personally thank you for, for you, uh, everyone who in that discord have been listening to the podcast that's pretty awesome like you know
0: yeah i like say thank you yeah awesome oh, i don't have to listen to this one <laughs> It might do. Yeah, yeah. Well, If yeah. you don't, then
1: do shove it oh. up your. Now I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. It's, like I said, it was absolutely awesome that a few of them said that they were going to listen to it. I was shocked and and taken aback by it, and I was like, "Oh, awesome! Yeah, thank you." But yeah, I just need to correct myself and uh say thank you for not taking the piss out of me. Or
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we all know how the uh, how harsh the internet can be.
0: Yeah. Other than correcting that, oh, so it's been two weeks now and nothing has changed since I spoke about it last week. No one's come anywhere closer to uh, finding this last sign. I think I think every, everybody's a bit burnt out, if I'm honest. <laughs> I'm not sure if many people are even looking at the moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, like you said, there's so much information they have to take in, right? Like, there's so many things, possibilities as well, like it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, I've obviously never... Done this before so, um yeah. It's probably a lot to take in.
0: Oh no, there is one more thing actually. I really I need to say. So I also said actually that um in Trials Fusion there were a lot of different things, but they just weren't related to the riddle as a as a whole, you know, as a, as a sort of an overall picture. But uh, what one of the guys in in the in the Discord after. And he shared a video with us, uh, all about intertemporal communications. That sounds sounds complicated, but I watched the video. It's actually a really cool video. Intertemporal communications. It was like a half hour video. They they were talking about talking to alien races. Basically, obviously, we couldn't talk to an alien race who are in the past, but we could talk to alien races that are in the future by leaving like a a time capsule sort of thing. Similar to what uh, Voyager One has done, um, and so yeah. this guy figured out, or, or sort of took a guess, and and sort of thought that this riddle is like Anti's own time capsule, with uh, with all like the biggest scientists and their like the most important work that they've done all in one sort of place, and yeah. that he said that has more or less been confirmed by Anti. So, uh, so even though it doesn't seem like it's linked, there's no, no, no end goal like the, uh, keys for the Eiffel Tower, but they are linked still anyway. We've been waffling for quite a while now. <laughs> Has it come back to you what you were saying earlier? <laughs> that's a Fuck. No? Okay. So... That's long,
1: mate, that's long gone in the, in the abyss <laughs> somewhere
0: now. Ah, uh, fair enough. It might come back to you later.
1: Let's do a game.
0: Yes. Let's do a game. Yeah, you want to talk about some games? Yes Right. Well you seem excited. Do you want to go first?
1: Oh I've never gone first before. <laughs> Whoa. I'm the host
0: I can do what I want.
1: Um which one do you want me to talk about first? Do you want me to do Lair or do you want me to do ET? Which is the one that you want Oh,
0: you want to talk about ET, didn't you? Get uh, get ET done, I think. You want me to do ET first? You you sounded quite excited about it the other day when you were yeah. talking about it.
1: I I am excited. So alright. And yeah,
3: I <laughs> this game is It's stupid. (laughs) That's just how I like it.
0: It's a stupid game, is it? Yeah.
3: Okay. So then,
1: the first game I will be, well, reviewing is E.T. on the Atari. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> That's the best bit. I love the bit of the music on the podcast.
0: Yeah, I like it. I, Bloody Roar's music was awesome.
1: So then, uh, E.T. was released in 1982 in December. Now, imagine you waking up on Christmas Day, opening up your stocking and you got E.T. on the Atari. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been pissed right off, trust me. <laughs> Why? Uh, this was before well, they we'll knew get... it was
0: a bad game. didn't So maybe, oh, maybe I... they were excited.
1: Maybe yeah yeah um I don't yeah it, it could have been like you know, I don't know when the film was released but anyway um no the publishers and developers were both Atari and the platform was the Atari 2600 right and the designer this man will be coming up a few times today will he his okay. name was oh yes yes his name was Howard Scott Warsore okay and I just wrote in my notes why Howard why. Why, (laughs) what a stupid man! Oh dear god, well, what I'll do is, um, I don't think he, um, apparently, this game was based on the film, yeah. I don't think Howard has watched the film, (laughs) really. I don't don't think he did. I'm gonna keep calling him by his first name, but anyway, but, um. Yeah, i am going to get back to Howard a bit more later on. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll talk about the game first, then we'll we'll, we'll get back to Mr. Uh, Mr. Warshaw later. All right, cool. Fun facts time. I've had a jingle I'd play one. But anyway, uh this game is often cited as <laughs> as one, if not the worst game ever made.
3: Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is why I was so excited to play it. It is one of the biggest commercial failures in vid- video game history. Yeah, I can't stop smiling. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> uh, let me say this again, sorry. It is one of the biggest commercial vi- uh, commercial failures in video, video game history. Uh, this game is the main contributor to what is known as the video game crash of 83. <laughs> um- <laughs> so that's something I
0: so far- didn't know about. So yeah, yeah. Be sorry, actually I
1: didn't know about this either. Um it was generally around the time of Atari, uh, they were they were bashing out lots of NAF games from what I read, basically. And there was at the time as well, there was lots of um like video game consoles that no one really knew about, and they were like bashing out loads of games as well. Okay. And generally they were all shite. And then E.T. comes out and that's kind of just like the final straw for everyone. People just stop buying video games. Really, and hence the market crashed on it, and e t is one of the main reasons why <laughs> so that's fantastic um right uh, to say this game was rush was a massive understatement. It's kind of like Gordon Ramsay serving an uncooked live pig on your plate and saying that you're st- that your uh, your food is done, yeah, yeah literally <laughs> it's just like that it's, this game is just so rush, unbelievable, but we'll get onto that as well later on with Howard okay. No, yeah. I think it was two weeks ago now, I talked about, um when I announced I was going to play this game, about them burying the, the cartridges, didn't I? Yeah. Now, all right, here we go. Yeah, it literally is all true. It was a myth at first, apparently, but yeah, no, it was true. <laughs> was it? Yeah, as a result of overproduction, and many copies returned, and millions of copies unsold, um they secretly buried them in New Mexico, in a place called Alamo Gordo, um, uh, hopefully I pronounced that right. If any Me- uh, New Mexico people are listening right now, I do apologise. You know, that's America anyway. So anyone in America, and then sorry, this place is known for the first ever test of the atomic bomb as well. You know,
3: really. So
1: yes. it's got something about this place. Um, yeah, they-, they took it to a landfill and um, they covered in it with a layer of concrete just to make sure the buggers don't get out. <laughs> This is really. (laughs) (laughs) This is stupid. I thought. What the hell? (laughs) Um, in April two thousand and fourteen, diggers were hired to remove the cartridges. Do you want to take a guess how many there was in there? Four million. Four million. Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't that much. Uh, it was seven hundred thousand two hundred and twenty-eight, something like that, cartridges. So seven hundred thousand would just say. And yeah. then buried underneath, which is a damn lot. Back in nineteen, was it nineteen eighty two, nineteen eighty three? I must say, actually, I had more fun researching this game than I did playing it.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I want to stop you there because you said it was twenty fourteen that, that they were dug up. Yes, so it was only six years ago. I'm sure, I'm sure I heard about this probably, probably like twelve to fifteen years ago. Yeah, and 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 like you said, I I heard that it was actually a myth they weren't actually buried there so it must have been yeah. before they were dug up that i first heard about it
1: yeah i heard it from the um the angry video game nerd he did an episode one time on it, i think something like that and i was just literally like gobspat thinking christ that game was that bad they had to <laughs> secretly is the word on as well <laughs> secretly <laughs> <remove> them, yeah <laughs> yeah remove them all <laughs> underground <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah now I played the
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have fun? Was it good? Oh,
1: no, it was, no. it was dreadful. It was absolutely dreadful. The title screen actually was the, probably the best bit about the game. It was a yeah. picture of E.T. and they were playing the theme song. Cool. Can't remember how it goes now, but we all remember it if you hear it.
0: Yeah. So yeah. yeah they, they,
1: they, literally, they got that one bit right. Well done, Howard.
3: Yeah. Get on you, son.
1: <laughs> I mean, what more could you ask for for getting that right, I suppose? But then what I could have asked for was a better game.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But you can't
1: get everything yeah. you want. No. <laughs> so the purpose of this game is, uh, <laughs> right then, is to clip free telephone parts so you can phone home. So
0: you can phone <laughs> home, yes. <laughs> awesome. That sounds like a good game.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, you would have thought. But um, one note, when is that in the film? When, when does ET ship? Land down, <laughs> loses three telephone parts.
0: Wow, I
3: mean...
1: Well, you also, you would think, actually, it's only three. How hard could that be?
0: Well, it depends on how many parts, is it?
1: So, yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. Uh, we'll get to how stupid okay. it gets. Okay, this go on.
0: Just... I'm jumping a gun a bit here, on I? I'm trying to defend it. Oh. <laughs> a game I've never played.
1: Uh, so the, so the, the game begins and easy descends. Um, again, I don't know what it is. I think it was my, my review of Ultra Beast the other day the, with the word pink. And they yeah. did something about pink before as well in another army game. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, E T descends in a pink rocket. I don't know what it is with old games and pink. No idea what it is. Okay, so I was like, all right, and fair dues. My first impressions of the game was green.
0: Green, yeah. So E T, seen... co-
1: <laughs> yeah, you've seen it, have you?
0: Uh, yeah, I've I've seen sort what of you've... small videos of it.
1: Yeah, so E T is kind of like a light green. Um, the yeah. grass is a normal green color. And the trees are dark green. <laughs> yeah, that's a <your> lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's kind of like they, they, you know, they couldn't afford other colors. this. The map is divided into parts, so you can go up, down, left, right. So you kind of like it's kind of like like a proper old school game, like you know, like 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 the first Zelda, yeah. where you can go up and you're on another screen. It's kind of like that. So you know, they did put some effort into it, I suppose. Right, at the bottom of the screen, there's a number, which is 9,999. Now, God knows what that meant at first. I was thinking, (laughs) well, is that your score? But as you were moving, it was going down. So um, with a bit of Googling, I think it was your stamina. When it gets to zero, it's game over. Okay. So E.T. only has the the ability to travel through space, but can only do 9,999 steps before he dies. (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, he probably wasn't <laughs> drinking any water, was he? Yeah. Know, those games.
1: So maybe <laughs> I don't know. He can't be a very good postman, could he? You? Be He'd Get half yeah. around done.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, finding the telephone parts is the fun part. Well, actually, no. It wasn't fun. This bit was stupid. Um, there were these giant green things, which I thought were trees, but actually they were holes. Okay. Again, with a bit of Googling, they're called wells, actually. They're just wells. Right. They're just big, giant green circles. You have to fall down into these wells to see if the telephone part's in there. <laughs> if not, you've got to make E.T.'s head go, like, sort of, like, expands upwards, and then you can float out of the hole, and then you've got to find another well somewhere to drop into it to have a check if the telephone part's in there.
3: <laughs> right.
1: That is the game.
3: (laughs) Is that that's all it is? (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. So yeah, when you start the game, the uh, the telephone parts are all random as well. So you think, oh, you know, I could just start this again. You know where they are when you find one, though. Random every single time as well. Yeah. Just to really, just to push that in there, like you know, really make you narked off. Like yeah. Now I did actually meet other characters in the game. Yeah. Which I just shot. I was standing around. Yeah. There was this strange man in a trench coat. Uh, with his hands in his pockets, and he looked like he was um, thrusting. What? I d- I don't know. I, you tell me. It was <laughs> it was weird. So yeah, he was just standing there with his hands in his pockets, walking, going. N-n-n-n-n-n. It looked, really, you know, some strange man in a trench coat in the in the forest. Yeah. So yeah, um, he couldn't hurt you. I don't know what he was What
0: he couldn't? <laughs> he was just there. <laughs>
1: yeah, he was just there thrusting Maybe he's a, a serial dogger. I just don't know what he's doing, like, you know. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another person in a white coat picked me up, actually, and they took me to a place. And um, it kind of looked like it was ancient Greece, what they took me to. It was kind of like these giant pillars. Okay. I, I think it's supposed to be a prison. Oh,
3: uh, yeah. what I'd, but yeah. they
1: were big pillars though, so you know, I was like, oh, I don't know, this is what I'm thinking, right? Like, you know But um, you can just walk out of it.
3: Right. Okay. And then go back to where you were again. So <laughs> it
1: was totally pointless.
3: Yeah.
1: I don't, one thing I just don't get about this game actually, at the top of the screen there's this like this pink strip. Now you keep getting these symbols flashing up on there, so you get like an up arrow. So I thought, Oh, maybe a phone part was up. So I started walking up. And next minute, I'll get like a circle within a circle. And I was like, well, what does that mean? And then I get like a... And I walked like two steps this way. And then I'll get a picture of like... It looks like a dog barking. And I am like, what's that mean? So I did Googling. No one knows what they mean. Oh. Yeah, they're just absolutely batshit random things. Like, like you've got an up, down, left, right. All sorts, but nothing means anything in this game. I I, I don't know why oh, it's in there whatsoever. It, it's it's not. It's stressful. You know, I, <laughs> that kind of thing
0: would make me think it's like a like like a puzzle, like a riddle. Yeah, yeah. But you're all about the long game, but trust me, there's no long game in this, my
3: friend. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: this 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 is literally the Howard having a fit when he made this game.
0: Having a fit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right, and after that, the most disturbing thing happened. So I was walking through this open field. Next minute, I fell through the floor. There was nothing there whatsoever. And in this part, funny enough, was a telephone part.
0: Oh, excellent. A secret area. So now,
1: yeah, what you're looking for now is invisible holes in a giant (laughs) green game. (laughs) So yeah, all the telephone parts are in invisible wells. I was like, Really, so, so it's great. So now you're take, yeah, you're taking about two steps and hopefully trying to fall down another one, but you can't remember where this hole is because the whole game looks the same. <laughs> yeah, it, it's stupid. It's absolutely bad. I just couldn't believe it. What they were thinking. After this, I just give up. I just thought, what's the point? There's, there's no point playing this game. This is just... <laughs> I tried. I really did give a conscious there. I thought, you know what? If someone's going to complete a game. Let's let it be the worst game ever made. I thought we'd do it, like, you know. But
3: Yeah,
0: but you couldn't do it. You not
1: do it. Trying to find invisible holes on a green screen that everything looks the same was just the most impossible thing in the world. <laughs> so um I give up and I just thought let's get back to a bit more of our um our old chum Howard Warshaw <laughs> Let's get back to win. So um this is this actually shocked me, actually. Apparently, Atari spent around 20 to 25 million pounds for the rights of this game.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: So that's a lot of money back then as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that could buy you like a Rude Van Nistroid, you know? But instead they bought, <laughs> you know... They, <laughs> they, <laughs> they bought E.T. on the Atari instead. Um, right, so the negotiations were all completed on July the 27th. And um, Spielberg himself asked for the game to be made by September the 1st, hence why it's so rushed. Right. So, yeah, it's um, not all Howard's fault. Spielberg did sort of like, yeah, go on, hurry up a little bit about it. Yeah. Walshaw uh, got offered 200 grand and an all-expensive paid uh, holiday to, for Hawaii for this, you know, like, you
2: know,
1: horrible job he's got, really, you know, you know try and make a game in a few months time. Yeah. For the for the obviously the short deadline. Then well, Warshaw was flown to uh, Warner Brothers Studios to meet Spielberg himself. <laughs> <laughs> and um Spielberg wasn't too sure on um Howard's idea of this game. He was like, nah you're not really selling it to me. Maybe could you make this game a bit more like you know like a Pac-Man type of game? You know, just something a bit different. But Howard was like no, I am sticking to my guns <laughs> this is what I wanna make. So yeah, I didn't take his advice. And um oh and the biggest thing about this actually is Atari um skipped audience testing.
0: Oh dear, oh dear.
1: Yeah, so they were just literally like they were they were overconfident this game was gonna sell really well. They were like, This is the perfect game, this is it. So no audience testing, get it out there, and the rest is history. Yeah. And I'm sure Howard Warshaw is history in video game making now as well.
0: Yeah, he must be. So what I heard about this, uh only, only a few weeks back now, actually. I I I think I'd heard of it before that, but not very much. But I think it, it sounded like at the time they were releasing games for everything, every film that came out every yeah every T V show and, and they were just raking in the money. So they they just assumed they they could make anything with with a decent IP, and it would make money. And and they found out the hard way that it, it wouldn't. <laughs> like I said, yeah, there was a big yeah, uproar yeah. about how bad this game was.
1: Yeah, I I couldn't believe it. I didn't you know I couldn't believe how bad it actually was. I just the idea of like I said, there's the invisible wells what you have to drop down. It's stupid. There's about I don't know how many um. There maps there is, like, say, for instance, you know, I reckon there's probably about, I say, eight of them. And there could be an invisible hole anywhere on one of them. Let's <laughs> find a telephone part. And you've only got 9,999 steps to do it. I was, well. was
0: going to ask earlier, is, is that steps? it goes down every step? Okay.
1: Yeah, I think
0: that's just steps. It's just stamina,
1: basically, like that. It was going down every time I was moving. So, um, yeah. like I said, I, I Googled it and it was, yeah, I think it's just stamina bar.
0: Yeah, I think similar to Shadowgate, when I played that then. All right. Do you remember you talking about that? Where you've yeah, yeah. you got the torches, um, and they yeah. burn down over time. Yeah, it was so quite cool. Probably
1: more interesting than this game.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's controversial. Yeah. That's it, my friend. That's and my review that's
3: of it. I all you've got.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is, that is the whole game. <laughs> I, yeah. I've done it all, you know. I mean, I didn't complete it, obviously. I, I didn't. I watched someone do a speed run of it on um, YouTube, and I think they did it in about a minute or something, and something. I don't know how they managed it, but yeah. it did say with mods, though.
3: Right. Yeah.
0: So,
1: That's interesting. Because yeah, there's no chance you can do it that quickly.
0: No, I might watch some videos and see how it plays. Sounds good. It's not. <laughs> okay. Shall I talk about one of my games then?
1: You should indeed, sir.
0: Well, the the first game I would like to talk about is Wave Race 64. Released on the Nintendo 64 in 1996, and it was developed by Nintendo. So with my notes, I'm making sure I get all that bit written down when I first open up the document. Because I've been forgetting to do that. I was just like, do the title, episode 13, Wave Race 64, start typing. You know, I forget to go. Yeah, to
1: to me, it's always release day, publisher and developer. That will do, like, you know, that's the thing that I'm trying to remember. Yeah.
0: So... What do I think of it? Uh first I remembered it being absolutely amazing game. It just from from what I remembered, it just felt nice. You know, it just it was a nice feeling racing game, if if, if that makes sense. And I think now after playing it again and, and looking through I looked through the manual a lot in this one. It's a lot more in depth than I, I realised to start with really yeah i really not not so i suppose not in depth as in like like an rpg would be in depth story wise but like how you can control your jet ski uh so also okay let's say let's talk about it yeah. because i haven't actually said it's jet skis uh, a lot of people probably will know uh it's just a simple jet ski racing game or simple as what i thought it was one interesting thing I thought to start with, when I first went into it, was, um, so you can choose from four different jet skis, uh, four different colours, but they don't have different ratings. You, you can choose how to customise how it feels, how it, how, it, how it rides, how it drives. Mm. What's, what's the right word there? Ride, maybe. I think ride,
1: I suppose, wouldn't yeah.
0: it? Yeah. And then with my notes, I skipped that, and I think I wrote about that bit. Very far down, close to the bottom. So, we'll I'll talk about that later. I went in there. There's a practice course that uh, you can use just to get used to the controls. And you can start like this, this championship from there. The first race was just an oblong track with two sort of sharp turns at each end. It's, it's not an oval because it's just like two long straights. Or well, I suppose yeah. like, like a I don't know, 400 meter track. On in athletics, yeah. but like the the corners were much sharper. Quite simple, right? No, I, mean, <laughs> I, I came last in that one <laughs> somehow. Oh no! <laughs> uh, I, mean, I I got to first place really really quickly, and then so another thing in this game, you've got little boys in the water. You got red and yellow boys. I think mean, yellow ones you have to ride on the left of them, and red ones you got to ride on the right of them. A bit like slaloming in um in in normal skiing. Yeah. Yeah. If you miss them, uh, it powers down your jet ski. Because cause oh, I, fa- no yeah, I found myself thinking, like, what is it going to do? Because you don't go off the track to get round these. Mm. So I was like, what is it actually going to do if I miss one? You know? And then, I, then I, I found out it powers down your jet ski and you've got you to get back up onto it. And because, uh, yeah, because I, I missed one of these during the second lap, stupidly, because, like I said, it was an easy course. And then I got overtaken, I was in second place. On the last corner, I I was turning gradually, and I realised I was going to miss one of these boys. Uh, I I was back into first place at this point. So I was like, it was just in front of me, but just sort of to the left. And I knew I couldn't turn sharply enough, so I thought I'd go off to the right and do a sort of big loop back. And then I ended up going back down the wrong side of the course, and I got stuck on the sand in the middle. (laughs) And I got overtaken by all of them, and I ended up coming last on that one. I can believe it.
1: Oh no! So you sort of like <laughs> just got? St- what did you literally just stay on the sand, or you managed to like respawn again? Uh, it just
0: goes. No, no. So I was going the r- the wrong way, and, and the sand just slows you down massively. So I couldn't get oh, off of it no. to turn around again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was like, oh, this is, this is maybe it's not as easy as I thought. So this is this is the point where I looked into in the manual to have a look at the, the controls of the game. Because um, the controls aren't in, in, in the actual game at all. So quite often you go into the the options, don't you? And you see what the controls actually are. But they weren't yeah. they weren't in, in the in the game.
1: Oh, kinda of like um, when I played Bloody Roar last week, there's like no move list, was there? Yeah. Kinda of like that. There was just bogger all.
0: Yeah. And and the things I found in the manual were amazing. Like like I said, there was so much more to turning than I realised. You could do uh no, let's go in order that i've written down because i'll get myself lost um and another thing i want to touch on quickly before i go on is is the waves like because obviously you're you're in the sea and it's called wave race so sometimes you'll hit a wave and then you'll sort of go up in the air and you can't actually turn uh so you've really got to sort of master these controls master when you're going to hit the waves you can sort of move your body back and forward to shift the gravity to actually hit the waves better. That makes sense? Yep, yeah, with you. Yeah, cool. But yeah, with, with the handling, the, the longer you held, held it to one side, that held the control stick to one side, the sharper the turn would be. So if you, obviously, because it was a, like an analog stick on the N64, wasn't it? So if you turned it yeah. slightly to the left, you would go left. But yeah, if, if you pushed all the way to the left... And then let go. You would do, a, I think, a, a sharpish turn. But yeah, the longer you held it there, you would pretty much come back on yourself. And I think that's my pro- what the problem was that I had on the, on the first track. Uh, there, there is also a really sharp turn if you sort of hold diagonally down on either side, and it that does. I think that does like more than a 180. Quite often, I was doing that, and it would sort of turn me round. Instead of going back the other way, I would go. Tur- I would turn too much round the other way. That makes sense. It's probably more like a 270 than a 180, right. <laughs> which is annoying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you you could also, there's a button that you can press to dampen the waves. I have absolutely no idea what that would mean. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Does it make the waves not so strong? Just sort of? uh,
0: it was probably to make your rider automatically like use your knees as suspension, I would guess.
1: Alright.
0: So like, when you hit a wave you sort of let let it come up at you, but you control it more of your knees instead of jolting your body up if that i don't know i have no idea but that that would be my guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know
1: <laughs> i've never played this before i must admit so I, my, my okay yeah I, I know a lot of people but i've had a few friends who've owned this game before but um, no, i can't say i've ever played it it's a, it is a, just an n64 game and that's it isn't it
0: yeah, uh it, it was released only on the N64 I believe.
1: Hm.
2: Mm.
0: That that was the main controls and and like I said it feel it felt like from this point or it seemed to me that you really have to master these controls to do to do the races at like on the hardest difficulty or whatever. I I I've never really played any proper racing games but I'd imagine it's it's for them it's just getting the lines right. Getting the driving line right, but this, like, yeah, you have to think ahead, you have to look at the waves that are coming up and adjust your body. And, like I said, uh, like I said about the waves, there was one I was sort of turning gradually to get sort of skim past this boy, and then you know, I I wasn't quite on track, but I knew I was going to get there. And I hit a wave and it sent me up in the air, and I missed it because. I you obviously can't turn when you're in the air, <laughs> yeah. so I was like, "Oh, this is really annoying."
1: Is there um, like a track outline as well? I mean, I, I've never played this before, so I, I imagine it's not just one big giant ocean, you're in. I imagine there's some sort of like line of a outline of a track. Yeah, I imagine it, Yeah, well.
0: there is um, track outlines. Uh, sometimes, sometimes they were around sort of bay areas. Bay areas is that the right word? But yeah, sometimes they've got like just boys on the outsides, and and so you know, you, like big red boys or something on both sides. But yeah. other times it was like there'd be like a uh, I don't know what to call it. It's not uh right like, like there'd be like jetties and stuff that you have to go round. So it wasn't just in the ocean; it was just sort of. Next to cities as well, or whatever.
1: Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I'm not with me. You got got no, no estuaries or nothing.
0: Then <laughs> I don't know what an estuary it's more, is.
1: It's like a bigger oh, it's like a bigger like puddle of water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure what it is.
0: Well, well, there was there was one lake. The second the second track is is a lake, so it's not in the sea, and there's no waves. It was beautiful. I loved that track. It was really nice. Oh cuz there was no way yeah.
1: <laughs> defeating the object of the game name yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> lake like Lake 64 is lake
0: you race it. yeah but yeah i spoke about the main things you could do in the manual there, there were some tricks you could do which uh, come up in like the, there's a stunt mode you could submerge yourself so I've, i when you go over a ramp you can press forward and you sort of submerge yourself under the water and it, it said it said in the manual that that can be used to to um find shortcuts or whatever. I couldn't find any bloody shortcuts. I was looking for ages. I thought like 'cause 'cause they're usually good, like aren't they? Like I I would spend a few a few races just messing around, just coming last trying to try and find the best way of getting through this track. But yeah, yeah. I couldn't find any bloody shortcuts. That's all. <laughs> there were there were a couple of what looked like shortcuts. So I went down them. After close inspection, it, it, it was quite close inspection because I rammed into them. There, <laughs> there they, they were just unbreakable walls. I can, uh. uh, I, I think, I took a guess that there are probably different ways of doing the track later on in the game. You know, just to make the tracks a bit harder, they'll open a bit. So instead of like just going up and around one corner, they'll open a bit. A bit that has like more of a a wavy, not wavy, uh, a zigzaggy track or. I don't know what the right word is there, but just just to make them a bit harder, maybe.
1: Yeah, a lot of these racing games as well. What they used to do was kind of like um, you do a track one way, and then they like re- reverse the track the other way. Wouldn't
0: they? I think they do?
1: As a later yeah, round.
0: I think they do reverse the tracks on the harder difficulty as well.
1: Yeah, so you, you sort of master it, and then they like they throw a reverse it. Yeah. You're like, oh
3: no. One thing
0: I did read actually, yeah, with with that is. The The boys that you have to go left and right of, that reverses when you're going reverse as well, so you have to get used to that. I think... I oh, think my so God. I if it says left, you have to go to the right of it, which <laughs> is a bit... Cool. Um, I, I I'd imagine <laughs> you'd get used to that pretty quickly. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I suppose when the more you play it, you know, you've mastered that one after a while.
0: Yeah. I said about there was a stunt mode, didn't I? Uh, that was just basically going through different rings in these tracks. Uh, and you, you score points by doing tricks going over over the ramps and, and everything. Uh, there's also a time trial mode. Uh, you, I think you're basically trying to get the, the fastest lap. This is where I decided to play around with the, um, the customising your jet ski. All right. So I definitely wrote it down here somewhere. So you can change the handling of the jet ski uh, if you go extreme extreme left. It's light handling, extreme right is heavy handling. You can change the engine, uh, extreme left is dash, or extreme right is top end. Um, and the grip, I have no idea what the grip is. Or oh, maybe that's grip on the water.
1: Possibly, actually. Yeah. 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 Because there's not exactly grip on the handles, is it? No. So yeah, I imagine it's a, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, and, and then that is either loose or tight. And so, like I said, I, I wanted to play around with these, like, like you and Jacobs have said. Has Jacobs ever done any? I'm not sure. Maybe not. But like you have said, there's not much you can actually talk about with uh, racing games. So I thought, I'm going to try and play around with these a bit and see what happens just for something to talk about. But not a lot happened. I, I, I moved them all to the left to start with. And, you know, it, felt, it actually felt okay like that. <laughs> it didn't feel too bad. <laughs> and so the next one, I would put them all to the right. And that was with everything at the top speed. And that that wasn't too bad either, you know. I thought these were gonna feel awful. But um yeah, i with all on the right, I set the track record three three goes in a row, three laps in a row. It was quite cool.
1: Oh that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no, I said I wouldn't mind giving this a go myself actually. Yeah. I don't know what the price of this game is, but um you know so I could get the old N sixty four out and have a go. But um what I'm looking forward to uh, is the Switch, because they've obviously got um, the apps on there. They've got um, the NES app and the SNES app. Hopefully they'll get an N64 one on there one day.
0: Oh, have they? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah I didn't know well, that. Well,
1: if they do the N64 one, that'd be good, like, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because, like, like I said, I remember it being fun, but after playing with, playing around with it this time, I think I think it's even better than I remember it being. Because, uh, cause, yeah, because like I was saying, I played around with these settings, but it was only on the first track that I did that. Like, like I said, there were just two long straights with tight corners at each, each end. So yeah, I would imagine if you're the kind of person who does want to get the the fastest times on on all of these tracks as possible, then and then so it would be quite in-depth playing around with these sliders to get like the perfect settings for that track, you know? Which is quite cool.
1: That's yeah, pretty cool. That is actually, isn't it? Like you said, um, yeah. I didn't imagine this game being so in depth. I just thought it was one of those, just get on yourself a jet ski and off you go.
0: Yeah, Pick I mean, the color of it, you know. Yeah, I mean, you you can do that, like, but I, yeah, I think it it can be more in depth if you want it to be. Yeah, and I suppose that's probably the same as for most games. Now, not all games actually, and 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 yeah, I, I thought there's a sense of like. Management going on in the background, as well as just getting used to how you race. If that makes sense, yeah,
1: yeah I'm with you. Yeah, oh, it's very interesting. Um, like I said, I wouldn't mind giving this a go. It just, uh, it's a little bit different, isn't it? You know, yeah, I, um, I, I don't actually. Um, you don't see many water-related racing games about. In all fairness,
0: no. I think there might there might have been one more released after this. I I'm not sure. I don't know how well it did or how good it was. I think there was another wave race at some point.
1: Um I mean as I said, my friends had this and um yeah, they loved it. I used to rave on about this all the time this game's in me, but I've just uh I've never owned the N sixty four until what well, the last sort of few years myself like, but um no, I've never played it and um yeah, I'll put it on the list of things to do.
0: Yeah, I think you should. I it was a good game. Yeah. Aft after writing all my notes, I, I I feel like I could have really sort of dived in further with the analysis i don't i don't know I, yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't really know how but like i said when i was just writing it i just i felt like i was rushing each section and i just really felt i could have did a really a much more in-depth analysis
1: it's, it's it's a racing game that's the problem though isn't it It just like you said you, you can go in depth but it's just so much like well, if, you, if you go in depth, like, say, on one race, and then you've got less things to talk about in the second race, because generally everything is just the same, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's only so much you can say about it at half the time. There's not many racing games out there which have a lot to talk about.
0: No. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think... I don't, I don't know, but, yeah, it's just little things like like how you would control yourself over the waves as well and stuff like that, maybe yeah i yeah. i i i just came to the conclusion that it requires a much deeper understanding than i first realized which which i i liked you know i i think that was quite cool and and i think i think this game depending on on who you are and what sort of what you like but yeah i think after what i said about wanting to get the perfect scores on each race i i think this would have great um replayability
1: yeah, yeah. I was about to say, replay value must be awesome on this game. Yeah.
0: Overall, I really enjoyed the racing. I didn't really like the waves. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. I, I Again, you want Lake 64. That's what you I want. I do I do want Lake 64. Lake, Lake, that'd be awesome. Lake Race
1: 64. <laughs> mm. Nice, no, calm and controlled. Yeah,
0: that'd be good. <laughs> that, that's...
1: Just like just like your normal driving, isn't it, um, Captain Slow? Isn't Captain, it? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, that that's all I really got to say.
1: That was good review, mate. I enjoyed that one. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I, I was I, I wasn't you know like I said it's just racing games, isn't it? Like it's they're all really just going around a lap, but of a different skin half the time. Yeah. But this one is a little bit different because you've got waves. You know, you've got something else to contend with as well, haven't you? Yeah. Not just the actual ever racers you've got the waves to worry about, and and the boys as well. Yeah, it's something a little bit different, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's what I like about games. I, I I'm not a fan of just the normal racing games. Yeah, where you just got to hit the perfect line. Because what what I couldn't work out was why at some point racing games decided to show you what the perfect line was. <laughs> isn't that the whole point of a racing game? for you is you to. Work it out,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What well, like, racing game? I think it was. I can't if It was one of the Gran Turismo games, possibly. But it tells you a line what you should hit. Yeah, on some of them, and it's, it's green like,
0: if you're on it, isn't it? And it goes yeah. red if you go off of it. And I was but, like, why have you got that? <laughs> why? I
1: mean, everyone can do it now and then, can't they? You know, the yeah. whole point of a racing game is to get you know to do it yourself. Yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think I'll be good at a racing game. Do you know? Do you... I, there, there, there have been many occasions in Grand Theft Auto where I get in a car and go, oh, I'm going to drive properly. I'm going to stop at lights. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh my God. <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> people in the road, am going to stop. Let the old lady cross the <laughs> road. Yeah, yeah, well, I've done that. <laughs> well, another game, actually, I want to. Uh, be, before we get into your game, I, I, I did this last, last episode, didn't I? I just stopped after the first two games. It's fine, though. Carried on, on talking. The Getaway. Do you remember much about that?
1: Oh, they, Jesus Christ! Was that PS2? Yeah,
0: really? PS2. I I thought yeah. about playing it, but I thought about playing it for this, uh, but I wasn't sure if PS2 was too new. But I mean, you're playing. <laughs> oh dear God! You're playing <laughs> yeah, a PS3 game this episode, so maybe it will yeah. be the getaway at some point because that was yeah. cool.
1: It's not I don't think there's nothing wrong with like you know, I mean, remember? Oh, I'll talk about. It, I mean. I'll say now the the game that I'm playing was back in 2007. You know, really, yeah, but that's still 13 that years is, ago. Like, yeah, you know. that
3: is a very good point. Yeah, you know
1: we still because we've played these games and we still think it was and, 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 and not long ago. But really, they are you know quite a while ago now. 13 years ago, there's a lot of change in that time.
0: Yeah, and and I think sim- similar to what same as what I was saying earlier. If we were doing this podcast in 20 years' time, there is going to be so, so many more games that people have never heard of from this generation, from PS4, Xbox One, is it? Xbox.
1: Uh, yeah, so X1, yeah. yeah. Was it? Series X is the new one now, I think, isn't it?
0: Oh, is it? I well, don't know. They're stupid names. I... The PS4 one. The, the oh, current
1: Xbox One. The current yeah. generation. Yeah. Current gen is Xbox One.
0: Like, there's. Because this, I, I found out about about a lot of games from going to Blockbusters and just looking at the big wall of stuff. Oh, yeah, that's good times.
1: That's how I found Wild Arms. Yeah? Yeah, brought bought it in there. I, I got a story about that, actually. I'll let you do
0: yours first. Yeah, I was going to say, like, just that there's so many games from this generation that in 20 years' time I will still never have heard of. And, and it wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe. People who are more into gaming know more than I do, but I just feel like this generation is going to be forgotten a lot more than the Mega Drive, Snares, Mass System, PS1. I games. think this will.
1: Like yeah. I said, I just, I feel this generation, what we're on right now, is a generation of remakes. Yeah. I, I, I felt like, I think last year, I played a load of games that were just remade.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's
1: what I felt like to me. Like, you know, it's just like, oh, here we go. Oh, they're remaking this, remaking that. I well, was saying about um, Wild Arms and Blockbuster. I actually bought mine, well, a copy a long time ago. I got the actual proper copy of it now. But I um, I was in Blockbuster one day and then I saw Wild Arms in there, but they were selling it for a tenner. And I was like, oh, sweet. But I had no money because I was like poor ass, bloody working. Yeah, I was at school still, whatever. And um, I was there with um, Matt Beecham and all that lot. And we walk out and this copper comes up to us. And we were like, "Oh God, what's the matter?" And he was like, "Do you fancy doing a police lineup?" He was like, "We'll pay you a tenner." I was like, "Yes!" So I went to the police lineup, and then I ran into Blockbuster and bought Wild Arms straight away.
0: That's amazing.
1: <laughs> I know. I was like, "Perfect." But the funny thing was, but well, no, it's not funny. But um, I don't know what the bloke did, but he did something to this woman, right? Right. And um so we're all standing there lined up, and she's like, and the, "The officer goes so." Which man is it? And then she's like looking around, she's like, Oh, I don't know who it is. And now we're all getting worried now that yeah. she's gonna pick one of us. Like, you know. I'm like, I'm only your stu- I'm only in school. Don't pick me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was panicking that I'm gonna go to the jail, right? Going
0: <laughs> <laughs> panicking, going <about> jail.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh what it was a ten pounds like, I go buy a bloody RPG. <laughs> Yeah. That's that's
0: a good story, man. I like that. Yeah. I've never stop telling that story.
1: Yeah. that's the first time I've ever told it.
3: Is it?
0: Yeah, did, yeah. Did you all have to go to the um, lineup, or was it just you? Did you look like the guy who had did something wrong?
1: They pit me and Matt Beecham. Okay. Think, all the other ones. So just for like... I can't remember they were at the time, but yeah, we were just hanging out together at the time. But We were all with everyone else, but they just went, us two. I was just like, yes.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. I was
1: going to say, I really wanted that game, and it worked out so well for me.
0: Yeah, awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, of my mum, telling me to bail me out.
0: <laughs> Go on, then, mate. Talk to me about Lair.
1: Yeah. So the game I'll be playing is what you just said, Lair, on the PS3.
3: No one knows how long the ancients had lived before the Divide. History teaches us the people lived in harmony, bound by a single faith.
2: But then the volcanoes awoke, their molten rivers scarring the land and choking the air with their discharge that whoever controlled the skies had dominion over the land.
1: Right, um, I believe this game was a release title. I uh, can't remember. I should have researched that. But again, we are men podcasting badly and we don't research it. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay, then you do. <laughs> most of the time. I do. Not I, I do most of the time as
0: well. Yeah. You know. We do what we want.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, when I feel like it then. I'll research if I can be bothered. Um, yeah. It's an action adventure game. Um, it's developed by Factor 5. Um, I'm guessing that's not the makeup company. That's what they are, aren't right they? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. yeah. Um, I'm sure it is. They do, they do like eyeliner and shit. I think
0: you're on about Max Factor. Oh, Maybe. that's what it is. Know. Yeah,
1: yeah. That is it. Oh, you know your stuff. Yeah, then. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, right, it was published by Sony, and like I said, it was released in 2007, 13 damn years ago. What were I doing 13 years ago? I can't really remember now. Um, 2007. That's mad, isn't it? I feel like this yeah. game was just yesterday. Right, as we know, this is the most modern game so far on the podcast. No. I was our... Is it not? No. I'm sure it was. Shaq you...
0: Fu, Legend Reborn.
1: <gasps> it was. That's a PS4 game, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I take it back. I do apologise. I did. Eat. I have listened to them. I do promise. <laughs> I wasn't in that one, was I? No. I believe that's the last one with Jacobs, wasn't it? It
0: uh, probably was, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. That way. Okay, this is the second most modern game on the podcast, now, <laughs> is what I meant to say. So, the story. You play as a dragon riding knight named uh, Ron Partridge. Ron? This is the most... <laughs> it's, it's, it's Roan, i think it is it's r-o-h-n okay R- Roan, but partridge so that was quite um english isn't it
3: <laughs> yeah
1: a very fantasy first name and a bloody english surname i wrote on there yeah so um the story goes um that this people which i forgot on their name uh live in harmony under one religion then a lot of vague volcanoes suddenly appear everywhere and start erupting. So, apart from uh, molten larva flying around, the larva also spewed what they call fear. I think was, this fear looked like this sort of like green mist stuff. Okay. And, um, yeah. And ever since then, um, uh, it made people fear stuff, funny enough. And then uh, the whole civilization went into some sort of like massive civil war. And um, the whole sort of like area is now split up into parts everywhere, and now everyone's fighting over land. That's what I've got the gist of it, anyway. Okay. Yeah, that was just the story. It was. It's a very. In all fairness, it's not exactly a very long game. I don't think. Like I only played a few chapters of this. Yeah. But um, they were like about sort of ten, fifteen minutes each, something like that. And um, I was actually watching the um, the final showdown on YouTube. Before I got on here, but funny enough, I didn't take any notes on that whatsoever. So <laughs> I have to try and remember that now. Cool, yeah. <laughs> or I might have to put it on in the background while I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> start the game, and the first uh, chapter is the prologue. So, as we all know, it's uh, one of those um, quick tutorial sort of levels. You start off, and um, you're standing on this wall, and you have your dragon literally in front of you. You just go up to it, and you just sort of push triangle. And your character is a is like wielding this weapon. It's kinda of like this um it's kinda of like a mace. And he's sort of well on a chain like this long ass chain, and he sort of spins it around. and it kinda of like latches onto your dragon. I, I don't know how it latches. <laughs> it looks like it's got spikes on the side, so that's pretty nasty for the dragon. Yeah. And you sort of just, just hop on board, really. So that's pretty weird. Now, I totally forgot actually. This game was a, basically an introduction to the uh, the six axis controller or the motion sensor on the controller.
0: Uh, okay. Oh on yeah. The PS3. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There is no analog stick for this game whatsoever.
3: Really. You
1: are using tilting.
3: Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I was like,
1: I forgot about this. Yeah. So I was there pushing the analog, and I was like, Why is it moving? And I just slightly moved my hand, and it moved. And I thought, Oh dear. Oh. It's one of those. I forgot <laughs> yeah. about this.
3: I forgot
0: about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. They made such a big thing about this game they did. Like I I was looking on Wikipedia and that lot and I do believe that I think this is what a very much a Marmite game. Right. I think it's genuinely because of the controls though. Okay. Yeah. I think this game, if it didn't have the um the motion controls and just could let me fly around on an analog stick. I mean I enjoyed the game. I like the game. But I think it'll be more fun if you can just fly it around properly, but I'll get to that in a second. Though. Can
0: I stop you there and talk about the six axis? Oh, you can. I think, uh, I I heard the other day, because uh, there was no vibration in the PS3, is that correct? There's no rumble controllers.
1: Sh- I think there
0: was. You sure?
1: I don't think there was. No, I can't remember. I'm double-guessing myself now.
0: So what I heard was that shortly before release, they had a big Barney or they lost the rights, they lost the license to actually use the... um, What's it called? Rumble? It's not Rumble. Rumble Pack is... Yeah, N64. Rumble Pack
1: is the N64. Hang on, I'm just going googling. is it. Is it PS3? I'll just put Rumble.
0: Rumble, yeah. So I think... It, Either or or they tried to steal parts of that they they tried to do the um, rumble on their own and got sued by the company who made it. So they had to do a a, a 180 and go, Well, we're not putting it in the PS3, we're going to put this six axis thing instead. And they made made a big thing of it, but it was just because they couldn't use the um, why can't I think of what that was called? Vibration, anyway.
1: Vibration, yeah. I think that's what it's just known is, as, really, isn't is that it? What, is that what it's just known as? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, people just say, does it vibrate? You know.
0: Yeah, well, okay. That's <laughs>
1: dodgy, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's what I heard. Yeah, they, they basically had to chuck that six axis in right at the end uh, yeah. because they didn't uh, have access to rumble vibration.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's probably, yeah, they made a massive big deal of it on this game. Yeah. It's just like, yo, check you out. You can fly a dragon with this. (laughs) It's kind of like, um, if I picture this game, I picture it more as a a glorified Wii game. You know, it's got better graphics, you know, because the Wii was just all that. Everything on that was just motion controls, wasn't it? Yeah. And I hate the Wii. (laughs) I just, to me, that console was just such a massive gimmick. Why? It was. It was just a massive gimmick. The games were crap. Were they? You know? They were, they were awful, they were. I mean, um, apart from that Mario Galaxy, which I'm playing on the Switch right now, which actually doesn't look too bad, Yeah. I just, all the games were rubbish, they were just, they were naff. I bought a Wii, thinking, yeah, I'm going to have a good time. You played like, I don't know, like the tennis and all that lot, but half the time the motion controllers didn't even recognise what you were doing, bowling was alright. I was but... just
0: about to say the bowling was good.
1: Yeah, but what, it's, what? it's not a
0: serious gaming console
1: it was never was.
0: What what about Mario Kart? Did did Mario Kart Double Dash that was the the one after Mario Kart 64. Was that actually Double was Double Dash it, was it, the GameCube. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well
1: they, but they had just Mario Kart on the Yeah. B.
0: But didn't and, and they had the wheel didn't they? You put the controller in the wheel and pretend you got yeah, the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Was that any good? I never actually played it.
1: Um, I had the game, but not about, not with the will.
0: Okay. The,
1: the game was alright. I mean, Mario games in general were fine. I mean, the Zelda on there was good as well. I mean, uh, what was that? Uh, Twilight Princess.
0: I have no idea.
3: Oh, oh,
1: that
2: was good. I, I don't know but,
0: much about the Wii. Or Wii U. Or the But Switch. again, though,
1: you can you can play Zelda if you wave your hands around like an idiot. Okay. Don't want a game like that. I know we're on a massive side quest right now, and yeah. I've gone away from what I'm talking about, but the Wii sucks, really. If you want to be a serious gamer, it was just nah.
0: I heard last night actually that uh, I was watching some YouTube, and uh, I think Skyward Sword was the it was a massive flop. Uh, yeah. They sort of, yeah, I didn't cover it up, but yeah, it was um, it, was, it wasn't it is was the worst selling Zelda game ever, I think.
3: Yeah,
1: well, Skyward Sword is the uh, the origin of the Zelda story. What was it? Yeah, yeah, it's about um demise. He he's the bad guy in that. He tries to take over the world. Link ends up killing her. Him, uh, the first Zelda was born. Blah blah blah. And demise curses, Link and Zelda, saying that I will be reborn over and over again as a different entity, and that entity would be Ganon or Ganondorf, as we know him by.
3: Okay, who's
1: who's that? Sorry, Ganondorf is the bad guy in Zelda games.
0: Okay, oh. So we've got the same bad guy, the same as Doctor Robotnik, the same as, yeah, Bowser. Okay, right, that makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Ganon's too. Well, technically, he's, uh, Ganondorf would be his tele. Oh, it's, it's not as human as it's, it's Gordo. I think they're known as as form. we'll just say human form. And um, he's also Ganon, and when he turns into a massive giant pig beast thing, okay, so he's got two forms. He has like you know, so right. you get whatever. Watch game.
3: Yeah. Whatever
1: they feel like. So, but I'm gonna get (laughs) back to Lair now anyway. Like, (laughs) sorry, no, no, I enjoyed that. That was good. (laughs) This tilting thing, I did not enjoy it. Did not enjoy tilting. Um, your controls were X to uh, flap harder, and um, yeah, flap. My 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 favorite thing was L two and R two to break. (laughs) How many times did you break a dragon? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> literally the words were break i was like
3: oh, okay <laughs> cool yeah.
1: yeah and um one of the annoying things was uh, you couldn't was like flick your controller upwards and you would do an 180 yeah which is a pretty nice little move you can do only if it worked properly so i'm there like <laughs> flicking it up and i was like well you just work?" and eventually i didn't even flick it up i did something else and it worked so I, I don't know if my controller was faulty or not. I mean, yeah. All the FIFA rages I had on that controller, probably. Oh, maybe. But, yeah. So after that, then they gave me kind of like a Star Fox sort of type of level where I had to fly through these giant, like circular things, you know, right. like, giant rings. Okay. So it was,
0: yeah.
1: It was like a Star Fox, but dragons. Yeah. Like, like, was... like, stunt,
0: like the stunt thing in Wave Race. <laughs>
1: oh, there you go. So yeah. yes, <laughs> many games have done this then, we'll just say. Yeah. Yeah pretty easy you know it's just kind of like just hold the controller nicely and just don't you know just don't no sudden movements you know you don't want any earthquakes <laughs> when this is going on and you'll be yeah. fine yeah <laughs> what well, remind me actually of playing this um you know when you're like when you're little and you're playing a racing game for the first time yeah ever and you drive your controller like an actual steering wheel don't you yeah so when you're going left you used to push your arms all the way to the left and steer it
3: yeah
0: it's kind that... of
1: like what you do on this game <laughs>
0: <laughs> luckily i don't do that anymore but i'm sure there's plenty of adults that do i think jacob said that oh. he still does that
1: oh i don't do it anymore but i remember as a child used to do it all the time yeah um
0: or or move your head to look around a corner when it won't work
1: oh i do that on the vr when i was playing
0: resident evil yeah but that will work on the vr surely right it was working on the vr yeah. yeah i had to do
1: that i was too yeah. scared to walk around corners. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like, yeah I'm, I'm sure like the original Tomb Raider games you're trying to look around a corner and you're moving your head and it's not not actually going to work because <laughs> you're not moving you know what I mean
1: <laughs> yeah I'm totally
0: with yeah, you
1: cool right, so um, after that after that mission we um, had a nice little cutscene I think it's a cutscene after every single mission there a, just a brief bit of the story what's progressing Um, there was some priest in this temple talking some absolute garbage um one of my friends apparently was sleeping during this whole thing anyway and then uh, the bad guys invade with this giant sort of like anchor comes flying f- crashes through just in front of the priest no, no one dies in this actual <laughs> in this cutscene and um yeah we go off to kill the bad guys uh, this is when i actually realized the bad guys are called the Mokai. Okay. so they talk about them a lot um, I still don't know what our race is called, but I know what the bad guys is. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I will say though, the game, uh, when I got onto the dragon again, and now there's a massive battle in the background, looked look brilliant for the time. Yeah. You look fantastic. I literally it was um flying off, and you've got the uh, the ocean in the background, you've got like a slight sunset there, you've got two arm, yeah, armies fighting it out in the background, you've got catapults, and like, is that treasure, treasure, the treasure, what are they called it again? The giant other catapult? Oh, trebuchets. Tre- trebuchets, yeah, whatever they're called, yeah. yeah. Those things firing off everywhere, and dragons in the air. It looks really good. But I've awesome. noticed, though, um, the PS3 does struggle to handle a lot on the screen at once with this. Okay. There's a lot going on. So yeah. sometimes you get a little bit, of, I don't know, it's like a frame drop or something, or la I don't know what it is, but it's like, you like stutter a couple of times. Yeah. Which is a little bit disappointing, but what they tried with this game was really good. It was, it's just a fantastic looking game. It was. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of like the battle of the Helm Deep. Right. But With yeah. dragons.
0: With dragons. <laughs> cool.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I had to get to the, the ships. That's where all the catapults were firing off. So we get there and now I have the ability now to, uh, shoot fireballs out of my dragon or breathe fire. So, um, you push square, you can shoot a fireball, but you hold down square and you breathe fire. So, um, Depends on what mood you feel, really. I just got in, like you know, at first I was smashing the old square button, firing balls at them, and then just getting in closely and then just burning the buggers alive.
3: Yeah, nice. It was, it
1: was, <laughs> it was good. It <laughs> was, honestly, it was such a fun game to play. I was, I was enjoying it. Yeah. But again, it's the only thing that was letting it down is the down controls. Yeah. And the, um, and the and the camera as well because um, sometimes I'm turning it and the camera would spin round and then my dragon would. It's head would be here, and the camera's facing that way. and It was quite annoying. Yeah. So, well, obviously, they um, didn't patch any of this out. Um, I took out all the, the ships, and then uh, the Mokai had their own dragons, but they had frost dragons. So, uh, you can tell now who's who on what team, Yeah. which was pretty handy. But um, you had a thing, anyway, called um, I say, Dragon Rage or something like that. You pushed the up button. And and it's kind of like um when you play Assassin's Creed and you push like that mode again where you can tell who the bad guys are, so because the the bad uh, guys glow okay. up red right here yeah. I it an eagle vision on Assassin's Creed. That's what it's called. I can't think of it then. It's just like that. So um yeah. So I went off and just like took out a load of frost dragons and then we had another cutscene, and I was taken on the Mokai general leader, um so now we're having a one on one dragon battle. So you've got to push circle when you come flying into them and crash into them. Yeah. And now you have to, kind of like um, a race now, but in the sky against each other where you're side by side and you've got to try and move your controller up and down and you've got to flick it right or left, depending on what side you are, and crash into his dragon. So that was good, but again, very fiddly with the motion sensor. Sometimes it didn't pick you up. Yeah. So on there, really like, you know, going, come on, do it and Sometimes I just didn't do it, but we killed the bugger. Well, I didn't kill him; he got away. Yeah, but we <laughs> we beat him. Then we'll just say, "Cool." So, um, I went on the chapter three. This is a different day now. I I only played it for a couple of days, and uh, my my daughter Chloe was now with me, and I was like, "Oh, do you want to uh play as a dragon, sweetheart and are through the sky?" So she was well up for it. So. Now, she's playing the game, and I am taking notes while she's playing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought I would use her. I said, well, this is good. Um, so, on this chapter now, I, I didn't catch the story because, unfortunately, uh, children do not like cutscenes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, she already skipped it, and I was like, thanks for that. I kind of need that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, so, that's what um, YouTube After is for.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I didn't even get that far. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: No. Um. So now you can uh, fly on and land on the ground now and take out ground troops. Cool. You know, this is pretty cool. This was yeah, yeah. Chloe enjoyed this a lot. She, Did she? She, it, it was a bit worrying how much you liked pe- eating people alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this game is a I think it's like a fifteen or a sixteen. Um. I thought it was fine. It's, it's it's like not bloody or nothing. There was one naughty word in there which I covered her ears up because I could see the text at the bottom. <laughs> you know. So that was fine, you know, I, I thought, you know what, go on, this game, you'll You be have fun with this. I'm only letting her play a couple of levels anyway. Um, So we land on the floor, and she was literally just tearing the hell out of all these ground troops and just burning everyone alive. <laughs> and she was like, oh, there's more armies down there. And then she, like, sort of starts flying again. She was getting the hang of it quite well, but she was also herself complaining about the camera spinning around. Yeah. And yeah she was just literally annihilating everything, and she, she was loving it. And um, funny enough, when I did actually stop playing the game, uh, before I put her to bed, she was like, oh, daddy. I was like, yeah. She was like, "Um, we play that again tomorrow? I really enjoyed that. So, <laughs> and it's not often that Chloe likes an old game.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's quite cool.
1: Yeah. Because, I don't know, it's just one of those generation of kids, like, um, if I like, were to put on Final Fantasy VII, the original on right now, she'd be like, what are you doing? You've got the remake right there. Yeah. You know? And it looks much better. Whatever, mm. whereas well, to me, where like the original is just an all-time cult classic, and I will always play it.
3: Yeah, definitely. But,
1: yeah, she, as kids, you know what they like, and they just like everything looking fresh and new, don't they?
0: Yeah.
3: Chloe also
1: kept shouting out "yummy blood," which <laughs> yeah. was very concerning. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I would, I would say that's a bit concerning. <laughs> she was going, mm, "Yummy blood!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh dear.
2: Yeah, so um, I know what you mean.
0: Soren loves playing this lego marvel so much but he's picking up on things like hulk smash which i'm not really sure is a good idea
1: (laughs) yeah i mean chloe's not you know she's coming up to eight years old now and she's a very sensible girl for her age anyway like you know so i imagine she's not gonna go and start biting on people now and saying yummy yummy yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. I, i feel like i'm safe with her like you know cool um yeah i mean I, I made her watch sooty the other day and she loved it oh so good She was more interested she was more interested than that the other day <laughs> actually i i i wanted to make her watch it because sooty awesome yeah yeah I, I agree i don't know how i got on the sooty on no, this I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the weirdest side quests ever yeah yeah i like the idea with the the six axes with this game i think they could have used it better i think they should have give you a chance of at least using the analog stick. You can actually, saying that, you can use the analog stick when you're on the ground.
3: Okay. Because
1: you've got, you've got to move around, you see, like, you know, you can't exactly, like, tip it forward and walk forward. It is, that is analog stick, so that's the only time in the game you can use it. Yeah. We did another mission after that. We had to defend, um, like, a, a grain barge. Like, it was going through the water. We just had to defend it. She did, Chloe, again, smashed it. She was loving it. Yeah. Really, she was real good at this. You Literally
0: want, right? smashed it? Was she that excited about destroying things and no no we had a defend
1: we had a defend the barge we had well, yeah, to Yeah, but, but I um,
0: mean she could have just chosen to go and destroy it.
1: Yeah, you know, just no, she tried. She tried. She was trying yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she didn't care about the story whatsoever. She wanted to <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to cause as havoc as possible. Just
0: death and destruction.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was going for her mind. It was pretty scary. Yeah, yeah, and overall, though, I've good game. Yeah, I I asked a few people, "Do you remember this?" And not many people do.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't remember it.
1: Yeah, I literally only remembered this game myself because um, I I, I was having some me time on the loo, and um, I was on my phone, and it come up the picture did one day, and they were like, and and I was like. Damn God, I forgot about this. Yeah. And I remember, like, literally being so hyped for this game when it came out on the PS3. Yeah, I went out and bought it straight away and I was loving it. Yeah. It was just, um, it was a nice little, uh, memory because I generally try to use picking my own games for something I'd never played before. Yeah. But this game just sort of had a little lasting impression on me. You know? It was just nice actually just to come back to this one again because, um, it's generally is a forgotten game, but. I don't think it's got it gets enough uh, praise for what it, you know for what it is. For what
0: it, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Like I said, I had never heard of it. I probably, I think you showed me the cover, and I probably saw it at some point. But I think I don't know why. I think with the PS3, I think you could just tell which the early games were just from the cover, maybe. So I just like oh yeah, well ignored. PS3
1: as well. Um, they did change their logo, didn't they? Did they on the and co- the game covers? Um, let me just find it, actually. Maybe I That'd noticed cool.
0: that without realising.
1: Yeah, well, have a look then, right? So I got there. Uh, again, this is not very good um, podcasting
0: because everyone else can't see. Yeah.
1: But you've got the uh, where is it? The PS3 logo on the side there. See. Red.
0: Yeah, it's red. Red. Red yeah. with black writing. And then
1: yeah, that that means now that was old, and then they changed it a few years later the
3: black
0: Yes, with just PS3 going yeah. down. Yeah. Well, it's it's going. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to describe yeah, it for the podcast, but I'm failing. Yeah,
1: that's the logo that. Well, the the logo we all see now is that sort of like that PS3, PS4, PS5 writing. I don't know that white text, isn't it? Yeah. As we all recognise the logo is now, but yeah, on the PS3, the on the top of the case, it was just just red.
3: The top of the spine.
0: Black that is.
1: Yeah. On the spine, yeah. yeah, But yeah, I get... that's how you could tell it was an early PS3 game.
3: Yeah,
0: like I said, maybe I did actually notice that subconsciously. Yeah, maybe I did notice that and just avoided some of the earlier games thinking they won't be as good as the newer ones. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure I would have yeah. seen it at some point.
1: Yeah, that was before like trophies as well, because um, yeah, generally all the ones with the red on top of them didn't have any trophies. Kind of like uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, um, which one was that? Oh, that was the fourth, the fourth one. Um, yeah, that didn't have trophy support or nothing like that. Yeah, they did. They did patch it like about like five years later. Trophy oh, support, did but, they? Yeah, but I couldn't be asked to complete it again.
0: Yeah, Cause,
3: um,
1: But that's a great. That,
0: one. That's something we spoke about. Well, I spoke about with Jacobs about trophies on the PS3 because I remember being quite taken aback when I realised that there were some PS3 games that didn't have trophies. Yeah. yeah it was crazy
1: yeah i have got a few here like you know um i think the first game that i i bought on the ps3 but i didn't have it straight away it took me a few years to get it um was um oh it was like lord of the rings games. was like what was conquest
0: of the i camera it's called now um could have been lord of the rings conquest i it.
1: think it is lord of the rings conquest yeah i can't bloody see it oh yeah there it is if I, yeah, lord of the rings conquest it is yeah Never buying it I had no trophies on that one. I thought, oh, hang on, was making a big deal with trophies, but there's none on this one. Yeah. Well, oh, there is trophies on it. I might be lying, actually. I think there is. I can't remember what game it is. Get the case a second. It might have been Heavenly Sword I'm thinking of, then.
0: Yeah, I don't think Heavenly Sword did.
1: But, yeah, Lord of the Rings Conquest. Uh, oh,
0: yeah, no, it's not the one I'm thinking of. There's Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings Finger. one that I platinumed. Heavenly Sword. Yeah, then. I didn't play that. <laughs>
1: That was good. That was um. What's his name? Uh, the one who played Gollum, he was the bad guy. Was um, it? And he was his name, Circus, isn't it?
0: I'd have no idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. The one who played Gollum, whatever. he um, he plays the bad guy in that, that game. It was re- very well done. It was.
0: Yeah. Uh so while while we're on that, let's um, let's talk about. So I last night I I, I was just watching a video. So I don't know you. You might might have heard of it. I I watch a lot of uh, videos from What Culture Gaming on YouTube.
1: Oh, I do as well. Brilliant, they're, aren't they? Yeah,
0: they're good. Um, boop, 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 boop. I've just <laughs> I goes now. But yeah, yeah, I've just become obsessed with them, and I, I never heard of them before, like before yeah. like a couple of months it's ago. it's
1: usually like ten things, isn't it? Yeah, like they do. And it was yeah. ten
0: ten games that secretly flopped secretly, like really didn't do very well. And that that's how I how I heard about this. Uh, Heavenly Sword, what was it? Zelda Skyward Sword.
1: Skyward Sword, yeah.
0: It was a secret flop. And they said, in, in that one, they said about Bayonetta was secretly a flop. Was it? Yeah, there's a, apparently there's a third one coming out. But well, I'm what, not
1: a Bayonetta fan.
0: What I thought about at the time was when I see games like that, like with, with Heavenly Sword, is that what you showed me? Heavenly Sword of a second ago? Yes. Yeah. When I see games like that, and and there's a woman on it with very little clothing. I think I automatically assume that they're trying to use a woman to sell the game rather than good gameplay. Yeah. And I did wonder if that's what happened with Bayonetta.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. I think... Ba- I don't know. I just think it's stupid. She's got bloody guns on her feet.
0: Has she? You know, I, don't, her I, shoes. Don't, I yeah. don't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Bayonetta was just stupid, I thought. Um, yeah, she's got guns on her feet. I can't remember what she's got now. It's just... Yeah, I think they tried using sex as a way of selling it, kind of like um, like lollipop chainsaw or um, yeah,
0: BMX triple X, all of dead yeah. or alive,
1: <laughs> all of dead or alive. Yeah, oh, what was that other one? The X blades, I think it was.
0: Oh, well, I don't know about that one.
1: Yeah, literally that girl. She might as well just like be wearing a bloody handkerchief. She's got nothing on at all, like, you know.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I remember seeing... <laughs> Someone's going
1: to be Googling that one later.
0: <laughs> I remember seeing Heavenly Blade many, many times when I had a PS3, and and it looked like my kind of game, but like I said, I, I, th- I think I just came to the conclusion that they're trying to use sex to sell the game, rather than it being an actually good, actually a good game. So I That's never... fairness I
1: never to her. On. She actually is wearing more than you think she is, um... The most annoying thing about the game is her her sister.
3: Okay. Uh,
1: her sister. Her sister seems like mentally deranged to me. Um, she calls um bow and arrow twing twang.
3: Twing twang.
1: <laughs> oh God, and it drives me mad. She was like, "Can I twing twang?" And it's like, "Oh, I want to kill you!" Like you know, just don't talk. Yeah, it's really yeah. <laughs> yeah, the acting of that bit is really annoying. I want my game back to that game. In all fairness.
0: Yeah. Cool. Anyway, so I, I, think, I think I've think i dragged us away from the conversation between every game so far, haven't I? I don't know.
1: It's far enough. That was um, my review of Laramie. mate. I'm
3: done. <laughs> yeah,
1: good.
0: Cool. Yeah. So I had a bit of a roller coaster coming up with this game. So um, you'll probably remember last episode, I said that I wasn't sure what I wanted to play, but it was going to be a racing game and a fighting game. And I'd put it to the listeners for inspiration. But I didn't. I didn't do that in the end because I decided I was going to play Wave Race, like I said, and I decided on Killer Instinct. Oh, because I I thought that was probably a forgotten game as well. I think my I I could be wrong, but my perception at the time was Street Fighter was number one, Mortal Kombat was number two, Killer Instinct was number three at the time in fighting games. Yeah, but
1: it was massive back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: So yeah, so maybe, maybe I wasn't wrong. I thought that'd be a good good choice. I, I also thought about one of the Marvel vs. Capcom games, 'cause you don't really hear much oh, about yeah. them anymore, do you?
1: No, no. I had one on the PS3. I think I did. I bought one for the first time ever. Um, it was alright.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. They've never
1: been. You know, it's just one of those bit mental. It is like you know, it's just a lot going on sometimes. Yeah,
0: I've I've never really played them. I don't think, but you never really hear people talking about them either. No, I don't... No. So, no. Uh, so again, so I thought that would be... I did
1: not hear people talking about this game at all.
0: No. So, <laughs> I thought it was a forgotten game. So that'd be good. And then I was on Reddit looking in the r slash metal subreddit, and someone was talking about a metal band called Eternal Champion, which reminded me <laughs> of Eternal Champions. That's the game I yeah. played this week. Nice. Before I got a chance to play it, uh, I thought I'll have a look at some videos on YouTube, so I did it I, I did it backwards this time. I looked at YouTube first. <laughs> um oh. just, just to see what I remembered. And I remembered quite a bit. You know, I, I remember most of the characters that were in it. Um I realised I knew most of these characters more than I knew Mortal Kombat characters. You know, I, really? I, I remembered playing it a lot more than I remembered Mortal Kombat.
1: I'm just going to put it on my TV actually while you're talking about it so I can see what the hell it you know I've never, I I said I I've, I've bought this game before but it didn't work and this is uh, my only uh <laughs> thing I heard about it. Right, sorry mate. That's right. I'll have it on in the background. Cool.
0: <laughs> so yeah so Eternal Champions uh it was released on the Sega Mega Drive in 1993 and developed by Sega. Uh the story of this game was actually quite cool. Yeah. You know, I uh, I, I felt the same with Killer Instinct. Actually, I, I looked at the story of that, and you, you know these games—they all like each character has a reason for being there. It's a completely different reason to everybody else, and they have to win the competition yes. or the tournament for some reason. And and looking at the Killer Instinct characters, they—they they were all really—I—I I felt they were really well written, and and I knew if I played that game, I would have wanted to see the ending for all of them just to see how it plays out for them, which was quite cool. But uh, like I said, I i didn't play that. I might play it at some point. It tells you in the game the story for Eternal Champions, which is good. is quite cool. You don't have to consult the manual, like we said before. It, you can you can sort of choose to go and see the story. It scrolls up the screen, like typical.
1: Yeah, it's actually doing it on my TV right now. Actually, <laughs> <Is it>? yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So the so the main the main bad guy in this is called Eternal Champion. Oh, coincidence, I think not. (laughs) He isn't actually the bad guy. His job is to maintain balance between good and evil, light and darkness, hope and despair. But something has happened, uh, and nine individuals throughout time have been killed before their time was up. And uh, this has disrupted things in the balance of everything.
1: That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. That's different.
0: Yeah, so so all of these. Oh I, I, no, I get to get to the characters in a minute. Um, the eternal champion. He he has amassed great power, but he's only got enough to bring back one of these nine individuals. Uh. And he and he basically hopes that that's enough to restore balance in the world. And there's a contest to see who's the strongest, and he will bring back the the winner of the contest. Uh, we we all yeah. know how these games go. It's going to be all of them at some point. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> and, oh, they they, they they return to life only a few seconds after their death with the knowledge of the future and hopefully that they can change the course of the future. I'll um I'll go through the characters really, really quickly. Because, like I said, they're, they're from different time periods. So you've got Blade, who is a bounty hunter, who looks like Blade from 2030 you got Jetta, who is a circus acrobat from 1899. Larson is an ex-Cat burglar from 1920. Uh, Midnight is a biochemist from 1967. Uh, Rax is a cyberfighter from 2345. There is Shadow, who's a corporate assassin from 1993. Slash is a prehistoric hunter from 50,000 BC. <laughs> Oh dear, coming <laughs> back quite a bit. Uh, Tri- yeah. Trident is a gladiator from 110 BC. He's quite cool, actually. He's from Atlantis. I- oh, I'm not nice. going to go through their storylines, but yeah, he's from Atlantis. He loses in the gladiator ring. Is that what it's called? Um, so
1: he the arena, I suppose. Yeah,
0: and he's sent away, and his whole, all of his people are sort of exiled, and that's what happened to Atlanta. It was sunk because he lost. The, uh, the 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 fight in the gladiator pit. It's a pit, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. is, it, is it a pit? Yeah. Am I am I right? I don't know. And uh, it, it's,
1: I just um. Oh, sorry. You can. Uh, there's one
0: more. It's, uh Xavier Pendragon. Um, I didn't write the other surnames in, but I love the name Pendragon. And you can guess he's a good like name. a druid of or some sort. <laughs> uh, he's a warlock, uh, warlock slash alchemist from sixteen ninety two.
1: Yeah, I've got it on my TV right now, and I've got uh, Blade fighting right now. He kind of looks like he's had a few too many McDonald's, and he's wearing a Cyclops costume. (laughs) That's the way I can describe it. He's a very muscular Cyclops. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't actually play as him. Do you know what? I didn't play this game very much at all. Through choice, I spent a lot of time reading the manual. So, so strangely, that's two, but both my games this week where I just did a really deep dive into the manual instead of, instead of playing the game that much. Because, I mean, I'll, I'll get, I'll get into why. But yeah, I didn't, I, I, I played this game for maybe 45 minutes to an hour. I spent about three hours going through the manual and writing my notes. <laughs> of course, the first thing I did when I was actually playing it was to try the the known moves like I said like the Hedouka and the Sonic Boom
1: oh yeah yeah your tip wasn't yeah. it yeah. nothing
0: seemed to work I got my ass kicked by the computer ah. several times in a row <laughs> so I think that that's what drove me to the manual I had to look at the menus uh, there's quite a lot you can do in the game the... well yeah we'll come back to the manuals in a bit I'll, I'll I'll go through what you can do in the game there's a there's a dexterity training where there's like a there's these big metal spheres that come at you pretty fast and you've got to jump out of the way of them, which I've never really seen in a fighting game. But not that I've played many, so there might be. There is a practice sphere and you can set it to different places. So you can like put it in the sky so you can practice your jumping and attacking or whatever, or put it down the ground, practice sweeping. There's a bat- battle room where you can fight an opponent and you also have to dodge projectiles that are coming towards you. And you can choose what the projectiles are. So it could be like a ball of lightning that comes towards you, or or a saw blade, a but no, yeah, like a saw blade or buzz saw along the ground that's just going across.
1: I would have feathers.
0: What? Well, <laughs> I don't think that was. Well,
1: because those things sound painful. Yeah, like feathers sound I fine. I you know? don't think know you
0: could choose. There was a, like there was about twenty different things you could choose from, which was really cool, yeah. like a lot of customization. But feathers wasn't in there.
1: Uh, yeah, Baked beans, you know, something bait like that. You know, something. <laughs> Yeah. Something horrible not, not horrible. Yeah, it
0: was like exploding mines, stun bolts, lots of yeah, different that's, stuff. Yeah, that's too that's too risky. Yeah. yeah. Uh <laughs> you can you can play two player. This this is probably one of my favorite modes. I've seen it in a few different things of all all fighting games that I've I've played. You 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 have all nine characters each. And when you lose with one, that character's grayed out and you can't play with that one again. I'm sure you've seen that no before. Way. Most people have probably yeah, seen
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty. Good. It's fun, isn't it? It's a bit, it's, you know, it's just a bit of a challenge, isn't it? Really? Yeah,
0: and it stops people being like a one-trick pony with one character.
1: Yeah, everyone keep picking Eddie. Eddie Gordo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you know what? There's um. I never said it when we were talking about him before. I'm not going to say what game he's in. Oh, why? Uh, I don't really want to. Um, but yeah, his <laughs> fighting style is capoeira. I think that's how it's pronounced. And one of the people in this right. is um, fights with Capoeira. I can't remember which one it was now. Oh, no but, way. Yeah, I think it was quite cool.
1: Copy his uh, moveset. Eddie is a uh, spawned-off this character. Yeah.
0: There's a, there's a tournament for up to 32 people. It's a single knockout tournament. Oh, God. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: That's mad. That's a mad number. Yeah,
0: I think there's another one where it's up to 16 people where it's a double knockout. So if you lose one, you go to like a loser's bracket. And you have to lose twice to actually be knocked out of the the game.
1: Oh, God. That's that's quite a lot to this game.
0: But what I really enjoyed about um, Eternal Champions is that all the special moves of the characters are thematic to that character. A little bit different to what would, like, the fighting style. So, like, say, Street Fighter, you know, they all have, like, their own sort of fighting style. They might have one or two special moves each, but it's just different ways of doing damage. What this had was, um like, I think there was probably about eight different special moves each of them can do, and it it was all the same buttons. They would have eight special moves. Does that make sense? So the first one would be, like, yeah. hold two buttons, and it does a special move, and each character would have a special move doing that same combo. Yeah. Right. Cool. It probably made sense in the first place. It probably didn't have to explain that. But, like, yeah, it's little things like the ninja can teleport to different parts of the screen... Um you can do the special move and then hold like top left and you would teleport to the top left of the screen. There was a it was like a vampire type character who could do a drain life spell, so like you, you drain their life and regain life for yourself. Uh but it wasn't all offensive special moves. There were some that were defensive, which was quite cool. I don't think I've seen that in in games before. No,
1: I can't think that, like, you know no. no that, it's usually just, yeah, it's all out attack usually, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and it's just like, they can be thematic to that character but it's just different ways of hitting your opponent. Mm. Whereas this was like, the 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 um the trident guy, Atlantean guy, He three of his special moves were different types of shields and he would like, so they'd be different colours. One of them would stun the opponent for four seconds, one of them would give him like Attack speed for a little while or something like that, and I thought that was really interesting, and and it yeah, made me cause... think you really have to learn these characters, you have to know exactly what they do to be good at this game.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. So technically, that character's got buffs, like you know he can. Uh...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, and and that's amazing. And they all did. Like, uh, I think I think they're the prehistoric hunter. All he had was just attacking different attacking stuff, like swing your club at them in a different way, stuff like that. But yeah, some of these had really cool abilities that were, like I said, really unique to them. It was it kind of made me think of the 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 kind of abilities that you would get in mobas, 'cause like you you need to have each character completely different to the other characters. Yeah. In mobas, I've never seen this in a fighting game before.
1: Yeah. It's it's different, yeah. This this game just seems different, like, you know, as most fighting games. Yeah. It's just on my TV right now, we've got Larson fighting a bloody, like, a dinosaur.
0: A dinosaur?
1: Yeah, a dinosaur has just appeared on the screen. Well, he's not fighting it, They just talked and he ran away. Oh. (laughs) That was weird as fuck, that was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if it's a prehistoric guy's pet dinosaur or something.
1: Could be, yeah, I wasn't paying attention to what was going on.
0: Yeah, like I was saying, I would not have expected to see stuff like this, like the massive variance, variability, whatever that word is, in a game of this era. Mm. The downside, though, is that all the characters are massively underpowered if you don't know their special moves, right? Just the punches and kicks. Just They just won't do anything. I was rubbish at the game because I didn't learn these special moves. And that is why I didn't play it very much, because I was enjoying learning about it rather than learning how to get good at the game, if that makes sense.
1: No, it makes sense. It was kind of like me when I did E.T. earlier on. I kind of enjoyed uh, reviewing it, now reading about it, and then actually playing it, because the game sucked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you really have to pick a character and stick with that one until you've got it nailed um, yeah. and able to distinguish when to use their certain abilities uh yeah you know, what ability to use at which time um like especially when you need to use like defensive abilities over offensive
1: so is there like a special button you got to push for this or it like a special ability button
0: no like i said they were all different uh, b- yeah button combos oh okay so one of them one of them would be like hold all three punches cuz there was there was six attacks it was designed for the six-button Mega Drive controller.
1: Ah, I see. So there was yeah,
0: three punches on top and three kicks on the bottom. So, no if you hold all three punches, it would do a special move. But all three punches would do a, do something for every character. Yeah, but it would be different abilities, obviously.
1: Oh God! So you'd be massively screwed then if you had the original Mega Drive controller then.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I didn't actually write down that I still wanted to talk about. So let's talk about that now. Yeah. To to do to play with the three-button controller, you had to press Start to change between punches and kicks.
1: Oh no! And
0: really? Yeah, that would that would have been a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, that's really weird as well.
0: Yeah, and it made me think this was only released on the Mega Drive. The SNES actually had six buttons, didn't it? Like a standard, a Mega Drive half of half of that amount. Like,
1: I'm sure it had four, didn't it?
0: Yeah, but L and R. it had L and R.
1: Oh, of course it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had LNR. Yeah, sorry. I thought I was just looking at the actual A, B, lot. Well, yeah. Yeah, LNR yeah. was, yeah, they had trigger buttons on the snares, yeah. So yeah, that was um, that's a massive disadvantage then. Just to have yeah. the free button. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I think it was designed for arcade originally. Oh, I as see. As well, maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. And then when it ported, it was like, well, you want to use the six-button controller for this.
1: <laughs> You've got to go out and buy a better controller, bitch. Yeah. So um, is this the Eternal Champion? Is he the one with a glowing face?
0: I don't know. I never got to him. I never saw oh, him.
1: You know, they're, they're fighting at the moment. It seems to be some bloke who's got like a giant orb in the middle of the screen. Um, he looks like he's an Atlantis, actually. And this dude has got a glowing face of electric coming out of his arms.
0: Uh, could be. Could Yeah, he is the last. He Basically, like I said, he is the boss. But he's not yeah. a bad guy, boss. He's a good guy, boss. You have to beat him to try and restore the good in the oh, world.
1: I see. Yeah. Prove your worth to me by kicking my ass. Yeah. 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 Basically. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I, I said I enjoyed. I how thematic this game was, didn't I? Yeah. And and like all the special moves related to the character, which got me thinking, what the fuck is a Hadouken anyway? I you know, said like. Cause, Cause, in Street Fighter, only a few of them had projectile moves. Uh, it was a Ken and Ryu. A uh,
1: guy had something that went f- like a like a weird thing enough.
0: Guy had a sonic boom, and yeah. the kick, the the kick up. I can't remember what it was called.
1: Oh, um, oh, Dalsin Dalsin had the fire, had f- wasn't it?
0: Fire, yeah, yeah. But that was that wasn't really magic. There, he was blowing fire.
1: Of course, he was there, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, sonic boom is quite obvious. It's meant to be. Sound waves, because that's what yeah. the sonic boom is. What the fuck is a hadouken? So, I researched it. Oh, okay. What would you think a hadouken is?
1: Um, a fireball in Japanese. I don't know. It's blue. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so of course it is. It's electric yeah. ball, then.
0: Yeah. Well, no. Not, not from what I gathered. Right. I am going to answer the question that nobody knew... They actually wanted to ask until right now, basically. Okay. It was actually inspired by Dragon Ball. <laughs> what? Yeah, in the very first episode, I, I don't know much about Dragon Ball. I, I oh. automatically want to say Dragon Ball Z. I assume that's a newer version of it because it just so said is Dragon, Dragon Ball.
1: Dragon Ball that old then,
0: is it? Dragon Ball, uh, the first episode was 1986. What? Yep. Yeah.
1: I just thought it was something like the 90s cartoon or something.
0: No, the motion that Ken and Ryu do is almost identical to what he does for the, I think it's called the Kamehameha or whatever, something like that. I'm probably annoying the fans now. Uh, But (laughs) Goku uses Ki energy or is it Kai energy? I know there's a band called Death by Kai based on Dragon Ball, but I don't know. It looks like it should be pronounced Ki energy, K-I. Obviously, so it's not going to be that in Street Fighter. The website I found had two theories. Uh, one is one is stupid. One is it is air and he's just pushing air, right? Because they it, they it, it, they they looked at uh, looked at it and it, it looks very much like you know, when you see a spacecraft re entering the atmosphere and it's got like the fire going up, it? yeah, they that's what it looks like. And uh, so yeah, they, they think he he could be just. Because he has his palms both out as well, as if he's trying to cup, make a cup to push yeah. something out. Like just, so it could be air. Cause have you ever seen an air airzooker? No. Um, It's a big... Think of, like, a mug. Think of this mug. I've got a mug here. Um, okay. And you put, like, a balloon on one end, and it, the, the, the bottom end is open. Yeah. And you've got a balloon on this end, and you pull the balloon up and just let it go so it pushes air but because it's compressed at the other end yeah, it really sort of fires it out it, um, I suppose it yeah compresses it while it's in the thing to make it go a bit quicker as well like it's all sort of pushing in into the middle yeah. and it sort of really pinpoints where it's going to shoot it fire it to does that make sense all right. yeah. does that kind of make sense I hope it makes yeah. sense on the podcast because I haven't got a you obviously can't see me. Yeah, but yeah,
1: I'm watching you, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, Google and Air Zuka, and it's that sort of thing. That's what they think it could be. Yeah. However, <laughs> for this to actually be possible, they did the maths, and he would need to push his palms out. Uh, he would need to push forward at about 175,000 miles per hour. <laughs> oh. uh, that's the that's the downside of, of the theory so so the second ah. theory is that it's all fake and he just throws a ball of burning tissue like you would see in like WWE or something and it, it's all it, none of it's real but I mean I, I got thinking after like you got the 100 hand slap where he's that his hands could be going at about 175,000 miles an hour as well you got the kick Chun-Li, Chun-Li does yeah so yeah. maybe, maybe he does do it that quick. <laughs> because maybe in this in this universe, they can move that quickly.
1: Exactly. I mean, how, how we just, you know, like we say, like, you know, this end of the day, it's, it's, like I said, they could just be all super quick, like, you know. They, they're like special superhuman people, aren't they? I mean, look at Blanker. He's not exactly normal, is he?
0: No. Oh, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. sim not exactly normal. Like, you know, I don't think, you know, we should be taking this seriously. <laughs>
0: No, well, no, I wanted no. to take it seriously. <laughs> no, no, oh, no I know the, what you the, mean. the
1: Hadouken. I mean, like you know, it's yeah. just the way it, you know. It's just as a video game made back in what what was it like 90 Something wasn't it?
3: Yeah,
1: F- things were crazy back then. People were on wild stuff, like you know, if they want to put shit <laughs> coming out of their hands, let them do it. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> cool. But yeah, uh, so that was that is what the fuck is a Hadouken anyway?
1: Oh, does that- I enjoyed that. Thank you. I, I, yeah, I've never actually oh. asked that question.
0: How oh, is that the end of my notes? I haven't actually talked about it that much. <laughs> I really, I feel like I haven't talked about this very much. <laughs> I <don't>
1: know. <laughs> I, I thought it was fine, buddy. It's nice. I, I, I feel like enlightened now. That I finally know what the hell was going on.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, that's the end of my notes. This was the part where I was going to talk about the six button controller, but we've already done that. Yeah, like I said at the beginning, it was when I looked at these characters, I felt like I remember, like I remembered them so well. Like there's a guy with a trench coat, and like I remembered his, I remember some of the moves he did, and it was it was cool. But I do feel like this is a forgotten game, but it was much more in depth than most other fighting games at the time. So I think I think it was, I think I think this was well before his time. I mean, I, I haven't looked at any recent just, um, fighting games. I don't know if uh, I. I can't. I was meant to look up if they tried to copy the fatalities, because I know uh, I said about Killer Instinct did. Like it seemed like a lot of games that came after, or a lot of franchised franchises of fighting games that came after Mortal Kombat thought. Well, everyone loves the fatalities. We have got to put something along those lines in there. Yeah, but. I don't know if this one did uh, obviously, ah everyone's actually, favorite p s oh, what
1: I was watching on the videos a second ago um there seems to be some sort of like horrible death at the end of it, for instance, there was just that there was a stake burning in the middle, as not as in like the actual cow, you know, but as in uh, an actual burning piece of wood in the middle, and um, yeah. someone ended up on it. Okay. So yeah, it looks like there is some sort of fatalities for the persons whose theme that level is.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was wrong then. I I remembered seeing it and I remembered it was either in there or it wasn't. So I I had a 50% chance of getting it right. (laughs) But yeah, okay. So it was in there. I, I did think it was interesting that everyone's favorite PlayStation 1 fighting game. Never, never did fatalities. Because it seemed like, every, like I said, everything that came after Mortal Kombat decided they needed fatalities in there.
1: Yeah. What was the best PS1 fighting game?
0: Um, Roams with Chicken.
1: What was it called?
0: Roams <laughs> <rhymes> with Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Tekken. <Tech> <laughs> <Hey! laughs> um, Yeah, I feel like I've gone through my notes really quickly. I spent about three hours writing them. But, uh, like I said,
1: it, so I... No, I, I did the same with VT, mate. Yeah, it just felt like I I wrote for hours, but yeah, I seemed to fly through it quickly. But then, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh shit, I'm actually done.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, like I said, it. I think it was before its time. If if I was to play this again, I think I would really enjoy it. I think I would spend a long time. So I I I I couldn't decide who I wanted to play as to start with. I was looking through, all of their special moves. And I was like, I don't want to be someone that just does rubbish sword attacks. I want to do, like, some magic as well. But Ooh. I want to do cool magic. I don't want to be just, like, defensive guy like the Atlantean. <laughs> so I, I couldn't decide. But yeah, I think if, if I was playing it again, I would spend a long time trying to nail that character. I really would.
1: I could imagine when you were playing some sort of, like, uh, MMO or something like that, um, you take a very long time in creating your own character.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I always make complete idiots. Really? You, like, yeah, yeah. I make them have wonky eyes, stupid hair, <laughs> funny faces, but I always make them a chip magnet.
0: A chip magnet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a way of putting it, I suppose.
1: But awesome. yeah, I make I make them absolute complete, like just idiots. Like you know, I love it.
0: Awesome. Well, um, as far as my notes go, that is Eternal Champions done. I thought there was more to talk about, but (laughs) apparently not. It was not internal. No, it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) That was
1: very good, mate. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the games this week, actually. This is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think, yeah, we'll say something on that in a little bit. Well, the next thing we have to do is... Question time. This week... We have three questions from Lee Spicer. Uh, I do actually have a question of my own that I want to explore, I suppose. Uh, so let's let's go on to Lee's, Lee's questions. Which game could you not ever complete and why?
1: I can think of three right now. Right. Uh, one was E.T. because it was rubbish. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, what was my other ones? Oh, damn it, my brain. Um... Alright, another one was Battle Toads because it was too hard. Battle Toads. Um, and the third one, most regrettable one for me actually, was uh, Breath of Fire 3 on the PlayStation 1. Now, I actually um, Googled the ending and I was actually right next to it. There was a <laughs> puzzle that I got stuck on and I can't remember what I read. it read. It's like, like this tombstone read like about something or whatever. And the, the trick was all I had to do was just not touch a button and just stand by the tombstone for about a minute, and they it will unveil a path where I can go down. Now, I could not figure out the puzzle, and I used to walk around that room. I walked around that room for hours upon hours. This is the day before the internet. So, um, yeah. yeah, by the end of that, that room, I was literally one-hit kill, one hit killing the enemies, because I was getting that strong. Yeah. <laughs> because I've been in that room now for hours, and I couldn't, you know, just do anything. But yeah, what I'd do was just wait by this tombstone. It would have shown me a path, and it would have took me to pretty much the end boss.
0: Ha! Huh. Yeah, no
1: way. And I've never completed Breath of Fire three, and I'm gutted that I never have. But I will get back to it one day because I know what to bloody do now.
0: Yeah, I guess I, I I guess that was probably written somewhere and told you what you had to do.
1: It was written again. It gives you a text that tombstone gives you a bit of text, but I just was not. I'm not smart enough to figure that out.
0: Well, I think sometimes with that kind of thing, it'll give give you a hint of what you're supposed to do, but you don't even know that it's uh, a, a riddle or 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 a hint to what you're supposed to do. You just go, you read it, and go, cool. Yeah. And then just wander off again. You know, it doesn't yeah, actually tell that's what you.
1: I, did. A... I was walking around in circles just having random battle encounters. And I was just yeah. like, please, just let me get out of here.
0: Yeah. It doesn't actually tell you that that's a puzzle that you need to solve. You just go. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I'll find my own way.
1: I've watched the ending on YouTube now. So I'm
0: done. Cool.
1: <laughs> I, I almost <laughs> did it.
0: Yeah. Oh, you, you were a part of men podcasting badly before we were a thing.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, <laughs> YouTubing the endings. I've done it on a few games where I've just, well, I've bought and I'm just like, do you know what, I just can't be bothered to finish this because it starts off well, but it does not finish well. So it's just like, I'll oh, watch the ending. Yeah. <laughs> what was yours uh, then, Mucker?
0: Um, I, I wasn't really sure until just now. I, I could always say World of Warcraft or something like that because no one's ever going to, Complete ever like hundred percent complete that, but mine would have to be Breath of Fire four. Oh no way! Yeah, you ever played that one?
1: Yeah, I completed it.
0: (laughs) I think it was the fourth one. So it had like a beige case, and what you had to do was you you play the game for quite a while and then restart. You have to go back to the start. Is that the
1: one? Did that Breath of Fire three?
0: Did it? Look at this, right? My top search on my... Oh, you can't see. No. Uh, just hold it there a minute. Grave puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> so that was
1: one of the things that I uh, was looking for. I prefer Fire 4. I'll try and show you the case then. The case for that was that...
0: No, it wasn't that one. Maybe 5 then. It was uh, PS2? Oh,
1: PS2? Was that Quarter Dragon?
0: Yes, that's the one.
1: Yes, I did not like that at all.
0: No, because, so you get to a point in the game where you're, you're like these ants underground and you're building a settlement for them or something, whatever it's called. Do you remember?
1: No, I remember this game being quite difficult. Again, I've, uh, Googled the ending on it. Yeah, it's all about you. Yeah, you, what you are, you're in this underground place, aren't you? And the whole yeah. game is set underground. Yeah. And um, at the end of it, guess what? Yeah, get out.
0: Okay.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I just don't uh, know. It was just totally different from the the usual Breath of Fire series. Like you know, I always yeah. kept thinking finger to myself when I was playing it, thinking, oh, was so like, we'll get out to the big open world map. We'll do all this. It's like there is no open world map, is so. <laughs>
0: there? Well, yeah. So for Very me, like, yeah, the reason why I never completed it was, like I said, you get to a certain point where you can you can build this sort of settlement with ants, and I think you you get to a certain uh, power level, and then you have to restart the game. But there's certain things that you keep, certain abilities or whatever or or power. Uh, I think parts of that ant settlement you keep as well. Oh. So you go through it again, and you get a little bit more powerful. And I'm sure I uh, re- restarted it maybe five or six times, and there was still a bit that I just wasn't powerful enough to do.
1: Oh no! And way.
0: I I was just fed up of restarting it and going through the whole game again. I I think that's what it was. It's been a long time since I played that game now.
1: Reminds me of um, a game. Uh, was it uh, on PS3? the uh, Disgaea three. It's kind of one of those type of games as well, where you um, you complete the game, and then you got a sort of I can't what the word is now, where you just sort of like restart it, but with all the same stats. There's a word for it. I can't remember what it's called now.
0: New like, game plus one.
1: It's not a new game plus one as such, because you got to keep doing it over and over and over again, and you keep the stats, but then you can build up, level up quicker for the next time. Like you know, I can't remember yeah. what it's called now. But yeah, I think that's the sort metal. of thing
0: you could do in. I think I think that happened in uh, Diablo three. I think Diablo three as well. Was it? Yeah, those kind of games like the the dungeon crawling games, like, uh, yeah, top down, not top down, isometric. Is that what it's called?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think those games do it, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah, just <to> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's probably others. Uh, I've talked about White Knight Chronicles 2, but that was just because I couldn't platinum it. I could probably have completed the game.
1: I never completed it. I guess I I never even started White Knight Chronicle 2. Uh, didn't you? No, it's because um, I just got to give up playing the first one after a while, and then they, re- they released the second one. But it also come with the first game, but in better yeah. graphics. Right. So I started the first one off again, but then I just never completed the first one. Because right. I was so yeah. into that building up your own village and all that lot and doing those stupid quests over and over again. Because it was Ooh. online as well, some bits, weren't they?
0: I can't remember anything about yeah. it. Yeah,
1: yeah, you can do quests online with other people. And I was just so into that all the time. I just never got into the story. <laughs> but um, again, Googled it. <laughs> YouTubed it. <laughs> saw the ending. <laughs> That'll do.
0: Yeah. Well, the next one then. If you could only play one console for the rest of your life, what would it be, and why? Oh, it's between
1: two really. It would be the PlayStation One and the SNES. Now I grew up with a Mega Drive, so I never owned a SNES. But the SNES just had well, just I think the word is plethora of RPGs. Yeah, we're looking for. But then the PlayStation One was just literally. Godly, really, wasn't it? It was just, again, Breath of Fire 3, Grandia, Final Fantasy 7, 8 and 9, uh, Legend of Legia, I don't know, all sorts of RPGs. PS1, mate.
0: I have a better answer. What's that? PS2. No. It goes backwards compatible, was not it?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, look at that. Well played, sir. There we go. (laughs) You get to play two generations of games. Yeah, <laughs> didn't think of that. Well, oh, awesome. I could say PC and then get one of the emulators. <laughs> yeah, but there's not a
0: console. Uh, I I obviously thought that he uh, he specifically asks console, so there ah. was no there was no gaming the system for me. Clever. Yeah.
1: All right, you get the clever badge for the week. I like it. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Uh, third, third and last one. We've had this one. Uh, similar one before, I'm sure we have. Which game would you like to be made with today's technology?
1: Yeah, well I'll pick something different for a change then. What I would like actually is Alundra One. Love. That. I That's never played of, that yeah, one. I don't know if you've ever played that before. An amazing game. The story was brilliant. Uh, again, it's another RPG. It's a um action RPG though. None of this turn based, even though I love turn based. Brilliant game. Hell of a story. Hell of a game. They made a second one they did. And that was just trash, that was.
0: Cool. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure.
1: So you follow following that's your 7th? <laughs>
0: no. <laughs>
1: uh, no, I was on
0: about uh, Alundra. I, I remember that. I'm sure I remember the case. Um, We should probably rename this podcast to uh, Drool Over RPGs, casting Badly, yeah. <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we should do. Yeah. Um. To answer Lee's question, though, I I don't know. It would be it'd be quite cool to have maybe some of the Dizzy games. We talk about Dizzy a lot.
1: Oh yeah, but, we like uh, Dizzy
0: here. Yeah, yeah, some of the Dizzy games or
1: Who, who owns I, Dizzy? Is it Codemasters?
0: I have no idea. Uh what else was there? I can't think of any others. Nothing I can yeah.
1: I finished bring back um, Horace Horus Go Skiing. That's Never what heard I should bring back. <laughs> I don't know. Horoscope Skin? No. Classic on the Spectrum or Jet Set Willy?
0: Jet Set Willy.
1: Yeah, that we're talking. One of my favourites actually was, um, I think people know it as By as a Technician Ted. The game he's known it as, but I know it as the Chip Factory on the Spectrum. Okay. Amazing game. That was mental. So, it mentally hard actually.
0: The question I was going to ask. Because uh, you, you've been watching Cobra Kai, haven't you? I've been watching, oh, yes. I think everybody has been watching Cobra Kai. And I think
1: people should stop what they're doing right now. I don't care if you're flying an aeroplane right now, just sit down and watch Cobra Kai.
0: Yeah, it is amazing, right? I, I don't really know why. It's really good. But I, I was thinking this is just going to open up a whole new thing. Everyone is going to be trying to make sequels of old films. Like They said that was 34 years ago, 1996, the year I was born, that first film. (laughs) It's mad. And so, yeah, I think everyone's going to be trying to do this now. Or at least Netflix will try and do more of sequels to old films. So, what do you think will work as a series from a film?
1: I'm going to go proper 80s here, mate. I think something like Labyrinth. yeah. I think something like that would be quality-like, you know? Set in yeah. that world there with all these evil puppets. I mean, obviously, David Bowie, God bless his soul, is gone now, but I'm sure they can pick up a new bad guy that looks just like him. Yeah. That would be awesome, like, you know? And obviously, they made Dark Crystal, recently, haven't they? They, they did. Made the TV series of that, haven't they? Yeah. I don't know, like, maybe like NeverEnding Story.
0: That's one that I thought of. Because, yeah, one thing I did think about, though, was... It would probably have to be something that has kids in it because they'll be adults now. And they, they mm. can still do the acting. So, so, I mean, they could have the baby from Labyrinth.
1: Yeah. Oh, now.
0: yeah. Yeah. Go on, then. What's the perfect well, uh, one?
1: Well, the perfect one is about a little boy. He, um, it's a film about it, actually. He's a little boy. He was asleep in his bed and people come crashing through his window. And they ask him to go to a place called Slumberland. Don't know if you know about it.
0: Yeah. Uh... <laughs> shut up, shut up So my, the, the one the one I thought of I I can't remember I mean, I enjoyed the films but I don't know if they were actually that good but the Three Ninjas films Yeah, I liked them Cult, Rocky and Tum Tum
1: Oh my god, yeah
0: <laughs> And they had, they, yes. they had Hulk Hogan in the third one, didn't they? Was it the third or fourth one? I think it's the third one, wasn't it? So, something Mountain where they are in the theme park Escape from Rocky Mountain or whatever
1: Yes, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But that that <laughs> no that could way. be good. Uh, I I can't remember many other films from back then. I would love to see Arnie as an old man in Jingle All the Way, where the kid has grown up. Now you're talking! I love yeah, Jingle All the Way. That was it's still a not good the greatest film.
1: Christmas film ever, though.
0: It's still not. Did you say? No, no. What is not. then? There's, Go on then. There's,
1: there's two above it. I think there's um.
0: Please don't say Elf.
1: No. No, I'm not using Elf at all. No. Good. I say Muppet's Christmas Carol. Okay. Always. And um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation.
0: I've not seen that one. Oh, my God. You've
1: got to watch it. Honestly, it's just so funny. Yeah. It's just so good. Cool. But no, I'm not bothered by Elf. Yeah. Nah. Everyone keeps raving on about
0: it to me, though. It's just, everyone loves it, don't they? Yeah, no it's not.
1: Yeah. I've seen parts of it. Yeah, it's okay. But I don't I can't put it as just like, you know, number one. No chance. No. I don't see many films that he does that are actually though. Like. I don't know. Unlike stepbrothers that he's done. That's a good film.
0: Yeah, I dunno. Okay, well, that was the questions for this week. Next week we will be playing games that you guys have picked for us so we'll be picking from the hat again this coming friday which will be last friday to you when you hear this if you listen to it on time (laughs) now something we were talking about earlier this might be the last one from a hat for a while We, we we enjoy doing it we we absolutely love the interaction that we have with you guys by doing this that's why we decided to do it more often it's hard to talk about the games sometimes when we haven't chosen them things like paperboy uh, you had micro machines it, when it's games that everybody knows it's difficult to talk about so we might change it back to just doing picking games from the hat once per cycle of, of four episodes so we'll we'll choose then we'll choose for each other then we'll choose for ourselves again and then we'll pick for the, from the hat but we're going to see how this one goes first, I think. Do you agree?
1: I'm up for it, mate. Yeah. Well, yeah. I said, yeah, sometimes it can be difficult. Like, you know, I think was it last time, you had GoldenEye, wasn't it? Like, yeah. That's one of
0: the most well-known games ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, it's good to have the interaction. But when we're picking, it's, e- it's easier to pick games that meet our criteria, the reason why we started this podcast. Was to talk about games that people have forgotten about, and like yeah. today is a fantastic example. I think if we choose the games as well, we choose something that we enjoyed and remember. So, like Eternal Champions, I, if that was picked for me, I don't think I would have done such a deep dive into the into the manual. I think I would have just played it, gone, this game sucks, put it down. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, like I said, we're gonna see see how it goes this next episode and maybe change it back after that. So, we are close to the end. Anything, you, anything else you want to talk about? Anything about the games that we've played this week?
1: I just got, I still can't remember what I was talking about earlier on. still hasn't come <laughs> back to me.
0: Yeah. I just
1: don't know what I was talking yeah. about. I, I can't remember what I was talking about then. Um, no. No, uh, I can say to say, I had a great time done. The games we had this week were pretty good. I like that. That was... Um, it must have been nice for you, personally, to finally play a racing and a fighting game. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it <laughs> was. Two,
1: two off the boxes now, like you know? Yeah. And um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, picking the ones out of the hat and seeing what we get. I noticed that desert bus is still in my hat, so uh, hopefully I pull that one out. Yeah.
0: Well, okay, well that's <laughs> another thing, because we've got idiots who try and troll us with stupid games. Yeah. Ahem.
1: Yeah. Yes. I don't know who those people
0: are. <laughs> yeah. Well... Are we done? Should we go on to the shout outs?
1: Let's go on to the shout outs. I think you should wrap this bit.
3: Uh,
0: no. <laughs> the shout outs. Okay, first we have Shane uh, Pixel Zero. He has a Fiverr store. He will help create PDF documents, Minecraft servers, Discord servers, dom- domain hosting with email, and also website hosting. You can find him at fiverr.com slash pixel zero. That's P-I-X-E-L-Z-E-R-O We have Matt at Retro Heroes Retro Heroes buy and sell professionally, professionally Refurbished Retro Computers, Consoles And Games He has an eBay store and a Facebook page On eBay he is under Retro Heroes, all one word And Facebook it's The Retro Heroes, all one word again That's Retro Heroes is R-E-T-R-O-H-E-R-O-E-S uh, we have Fay Frost. Faye has done all of our absolutely amazing artwork. You can find Faye on Instagram at underscore Fayfrost underscore and on Facebook at Faye Frost Art. Um, and for commission submission requests, you can email frostart.requests at gmail.com. We have Matt from Synthetic 3D. At Synthetic 3D, they create tabletop miniatures that can be used for a variety of games. We use some of them for our D&D campaign. Uh, you can check out his website uh, at www.synthetic3d.com uh, and Facebook, which is Synthetic 3D. Cookie, are you doing any YouTubing at the moment you, with your horror channel? No, nah. nah? nah, I
1: can't be asked awesome at the moment. <laughs>
0: for, for too much horror for this year? Are you going to start up again next no. year?
1: Yeah, but just it's just nice just to play some games at the moment. i um. Throughout the lockdown, I was just uh, doing it. It was nice, but at the moment, it's just to take a nice break and just actually play some games. Okay, cool. So Good, Decent enough. classics like Persona.
3: I'm enjoying it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, well. As always, we've been Men Podcasting Badly. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Men Podcasting Badly. We do have a website that we have neglected, so I wouldn't bother going on there. Uh, Cookie, (laughs) you've said that uh, you want to try and have a a play around with that, haven't you? So, uh, maybe next episode or the episode after that, we'll have something interesting on there. (laughs) Thank you to all of you guys for listening, uh, sticking with us, and supporting the pod. If you'd like to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, we're, we're on there. I don't know of any other podcasting platform that you can leave reviews but anywhere you can find that you can maybe leave uh, a five star review or or whatever star you like your review or any any (laughs) kind of written review good or bad we don't mind that would be fantastic just maybe let us know that you've done that (laughs) because there's lots of different places to look for these things We might not see it fantastic i think that's everything done we have been men podcasting badly
1: we want Lake Race 2064, please, Nintendo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to join you on that one. Yeah, we want Lake Race 64, please, Nintendo.
1: Make it happen.
0: Game over.